But no, Eddie, what were you talking about before we were trying to get Scotty in here again? What were we talking about? The, Are you talking uh, about your camera layout and your fat face? Oh, yeah, the fat face and the camera layout. Yeah, like, I don't know. Got a bad case why. of fat face again. You, you know what it is? You know, you know what it is? It's that, like, I, I don't... The way I have it set up is, like, everything has to be a certain way. And right. I remember one of the biggest things that I enjoyed, like, from other streamers that I saw is, like, when they have the camera at an angle. Like, how you kind of have yours. Like, an angle and it's kind of a little tilted up. Yeah. Like, so it's kind of, like, pointing down. I like that. But if I do that, then I block my TV, which is my, my second monitor. Oh, you just don't want it, like, straight on. Yeah, so I don't want it to be like, let's go. But at the same gotcha. time, I'm just like, ah, it is what it is. But that's all I was saying. It's just like, yeah, like, there's so many things I'm still trying to learn. Yeah. Oh, you were talking about that. You, I mean, I don't think you named him, but a streamer, partner streamer that you know that was like, he's like, dude, I'm in three years of streaming, and I still yeah. can't figure my audio out. Yeah. So... <laughs> So if that makes anybody feel any better, that like Scotty, if you you, you have audio problems all the time, but yeah. even the partner streamers that have been streaming for a long time even have to deal with that shit. So yeah, it's not gonna. That's never gonna change. Yeah, there's too Speaking many for... variables involved. There's too many variables involved in audio, and mm -hmm. yeah, my quick side story of that is for the Saturn Marathon that I'll bring up. I I changed it so that because I didn't a I didn't want to have a headset on for twelve hours. B Rachel sitting next to me, so I wanted to have it come through speakers, and you know it wouldn't pick up the game. So I was uh, literally all I did in voice meter is I just clicked on okay, take off. What is this thing in a uh, G force or something? Instead of clicking yeah. on that, I clicked on system speakers. All I changed came back for the Mega Visions meeting, and I tried to just change that back. It wasn't picking anything up anywhere. <laughs> I watched like three different videos that I had never seen before, but it's like oh. These people just did these 2021 updates. Let's see what they say about voice meter banana. And I'm like, you can't, I can't do that. I can't change that. It fucks everything else up. So I ignored three <laughs> videos, like an hour of time wasted. And I just clicked some things and it works again. I don't even know what I did. You're learning how to fix audio. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking uh, I do crazy. have to ask you, before we go forward, I do have to ask you, in your audacity, do you have your RTX chosen or is it just your Blue Yeti mic? It, RTX. Okay, cool. Because I was going to say, if it didn't have the RTX selected, then it would pick up your air conditioner. No, That's I, the reason I don't use my RTX in Audacity, because I can't get it to yeah. work right. I double-checked that, so we're good. It's interesting that you bring that up right now, uh, Corey, because uh, I was actually talking to... I was watching another streamer, and he has dogs that bark in the in, in the background, too. Mm -hmm. And then he's just like, instantly on stream, he's just like, alright, hold on, let me see if I can... Alright, how about now? <laughs> like, And I'm like... And he just fixes it? What the hell did you do? He's yeah. like, yeah, and I guess you like the NVIDIA thing, the like NVIDIA yeah. broadcasting stuff. Like, there's like things in there oh. and plugins that you can use to like minimize certain audio things. Just like when you're doing it live, like if we're recording and we do right. the noise reduction, you can do the same thing live on stream via that. Well, I know in OBS you can add like gains and noise suppressions and stuff like that, but probably not to the level that NVIDIA has probably yeah. put on that. So I, I gotta look I'm into interested. that. So I, I, for everyone that wonders, I, I test a lot of streaming services. Like, I've done XSplit. I have done. I stick with OBS Studio right now. I've done Streamlabs OBS. I'm Plex always Storm. up to try like new ones. Plexstorm. I looked into it, but that was a lot more shit we had to take care of. So, but no, like I'll try it out. So I'm definitely gonna try out the GeForce one or the G, the Nvidia, whatever the fuck it is. Every time I think of GeForce, it reminds me of like G4 TV. So. But for people that don't know or new listeners, uh, it's been a minute since we've had our buddy Scotty on. I think even before Eddie was on was the last time we had Scotty here. So I guess, Scotty, you should go ahead and introduce yourself for the new listeners and new viewers. 
Sure. Hi. Have we started? Is this like showtime yes. now? Okay. Yeah, we don't say like welcome to the show. We just fucking go. So Welcome to the Himalayas. <laughs> yeah. So uh uh I'm Scotty Mo and this is Jackass. Oh, yeah. that's on my other stream thing. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no. I am the managing editor for Megavisions magazine, and what that essentially means is uh before the magazine goes to print, I read everything, check all the pictures, spelling errors, all that crazy stuff. But that's not all I do for Megavisions, and Corey can tell you that because I'm a streaming co-host. I just did a podcast about six hours ago, our weekly podcast. Um, I also do host the 24-hour Dreamcast marathon that we do every year. Just did a Saturn day 12-hour mini-marathon, so I do a little bit of everything over there. Um, Thankfully, Corey has joined our forces, and he takes over a good bit of the streaming work now. He's the producer and all that, and uh, we've got cool shirts. Thought I'd wear one today. That's kind of what I do, though. Just did a Saturn Day Marathon, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. Awesome. Sweet. Sounds good. Well, I wanted to get all the happy-go-lucky stuff, because we, we do have an icebreaker, and it is not the probably the best, like, happiest icebreaker we had. But we need to address uh, what has happened, because this person played such a big role in probably a lot of the shit we actually like nowadays. So uh, let me pull up the news. All right, I gotta fix this one camera. That but, was the news uh, broadcast. That's what be. Yeah, I try to do it, and then Chris always just makes fun. Me. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, the uh, uh, Kentaro uh, Miura, the creator of Berserk, passes away at age fifty-four. This is very unfortunate because I have always made the joke of the guy needs to hurry up and finish Berserk. Because all he does is play WoW, and he's in really bad health, and then he passed away. And now I feel really bad for making that. Way to go, Corey. Way to go. Yeah. You caused. I don't it. Think you, it's sent, just me, you sent I think that a lot energy. Of man. Do that. You sent that energy. Mm-hmm. No, don't 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 you put that evil on me, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no. Uh, so what I wanted to talk about, I I know that he from the article that we're showing here from the BBC News, he passed actually passed away on May sixth. But in order to provide the uh, funeral arrangements and uh, for proper grieving and stuff, his family kept it pretty private until uh, until they were ready to release it, which was this week, unfortunately. So, damn. But I do want to say that without this man, uh, we would not have many of. And I wish Chris was here because he likes Dark Souls more than you guys do. So, but this is fine. <laughs> But, I mean, he's a reason for the Dark Souls series. He's a reason for a lot of the, like, Goblin Slayer anime. Like, just anything that's dark and fantasy, it probably has roots back to Berserk somehow or somewhere. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to so, tell me he made the Dark Souls game. I don't really know anything about him. I've literally played the Dreamcast game for, like, 20 minutes. So, mm-hmm. uh, not to sound well, insensitive, may- but I I can understand that he has an impact, though. Right. Yeah. Well, I wanted to bring up, because it says here, uh, as a result of its popularity... Okay, so I'll do a little bit of the pioneer background of Berserk. It says, the impact of Berserk can be seen in wider influence. As a result of its popularity, it was adapted into an animated series, a book, animated movies, as well as a video game, with multiple other games based on it. And you look at Kurosh says that, I mean, it was a pioneer influence, countless anime, but the most notable for me was a game called Dark Souls. So it's been on record that the creator of Dark Souls says... I got a lot of this shit from reading Berserk or watching Berserk. So Hmm. interesting. I I just wanted us to pay our respects. Like, I mean, so the one, I mean, 
you know, pay our respects for someone that's passed that was so influential in a lot of the shit, like, especially that me and Chris, and I think Eddie likes some of it, too. I mean, Chris, or Scotty, you're not so much into, like, the dark fantasy stuff like we are, but, I mean, mm-hmm. it's still... It's still a big impact. I mean, he, the guy was only 54. He passed away from an aortic dissection, which Super young. doesn't have a very high success rate once it happens. So, but That's something the, with your heart, the, people. Yeah. The yeah. one thing I did want to bring up, though, was the amazing outpour of just not consideration, but showing like we loved this guy so much and we love berserk so much. So what I'm showing here, I'm going to try and show it in full screen for people that are watching the stream. Uh, in final fantasy 14, I could think of like every cluster The clusters are like data home worlds where you go to a cluster and then you play on a world. And it's just like making like organizing all the people and all that stuff. Well, what everyone in the games it, it did was they activated their uh, dark Knight like job tree and then they all because the Dark Knight job tree in Final Fantasy fourteen is based very heavily on guts from Berserk, and so the, you just see it lined all the way through one of the main uh, cities in Final Fantasy fourteen. Just everyone <laughs> posing with their big swords and all that stuff, and it wasn't just happening on one server. It was like game wide, people were doing this, and I brought that up because humanity. I I saw someone say on Twitter that humanity, or it was actually Haru. Uh, humanity can actually be pretty cool sometimes. So, <clears throat> but that's an insane thing are... to think about if you step back and look at video games. Like, because I, 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 I almost phrased this poorly, but I essentially lost friends to World of Warcraft in high school, and I don't mean they didn't pass, but I just suddenly had no social group, so I hated World yep. of Warcraft. But in retrospect, I understand it. But now, you know, that's like 2002. Fast forward to this. We have memorial services in a video game, essentially. Like, yeah. like if you just think about that for a second, it's it's crazy and weird and very cool. So, yeah, I mean, even back in the early days of WoW, there was like this big uh, player that had passed away and they had it in they had an in-game uh, like funeral for him. Although the opposing faction came in and raided them, but that wasn't cool. But the, the fact so that they, oh yeah, they came in and slaughtered all of them. <laughs> the it was fuck? terrible. <laughs> but early days of the internet is all I can say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. The cool thing about this is just like not to deviate too much from it, but like it's yeah, the power of video games and what you can do in it now. Because I think it was like three weeks ago or four weeks ago, I was talking to one of my <laughs> friends, and he was just like, we were. I think we were talking about like playing a video game or like meeting up to just kind of chat, chat it up. And he's just like, well, I can't do this weekend because uh, he's like, I'm going to a wedding. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool, man. Like la da da. He's like, yeah, it's gonna be an in-game wedding in Final Fantasy 14, and I'm just like online. And he's like, I'm the best man. And like, I'm like, what? And, like, it was, like, this whole elaborate, like, and, like, he showed me pictures. It's, like, a reception and everything, and I'm just, like, all right. We live in a different world, man, and I love it. Like, I am very lucky to not be, like, my, not my ancestors, but, like, some of my family members that just can't, like, handle change and can't handle, like, change. I'm ready for this shit, man. Like, I'm going to be 70 being, like, where's my new virtual reality shit? It's supposed (laughs) to be coming out. Like, that's going to be me. I've already gone on record saying that the minute I'm able to, like, get cybernetic parts, I'm 100% doing it. Yeah. I'm just going to be, like, chopping this arm off. Let me get another one. So. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, 
No, but it yeah. is it, it is crazy. I mean, like I'm I'm with Scotty on this. Like I don't really know much of of uh, Kentaro and a uh, Berserk. I've watched a couple of episodes, but I just right. think it's one of those things that's always been around, and I'm so used to it because it was such a cultural impact. Right. And I even and I even bring it up. I think like one of the first times, the first time I ever watched Clerks, and like yeah. uh, Jason Mewes characters wearing the Berserk shirt. And then they have the guy singing the song Berserker, <laughs> and and I'm like, oh, I know what he's talking about. Like I knew exactly what that was referencing, and it's just that I still yeah. had, but I had no idea what Berserk was at the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just wild. So yeah, no, it's unfortunate. well. Everyone has a story about Berserk. Everyone yeah. has like, oh, well, I read, I saw this when I was young, or I always heard this story of like, you know, I, I mean, there, for the faint of heart, there is a rape horse in that series, but. Everyone talks about that scene so much, and it's like half a panel. It's yeah. literally all that is. But everyone has a story. It's like what you're saying. It's just like everyone was connected to this somehow. Even people that might not even be big into the gaming world. Like, mm-hmm. just like, it's insane. But we, I just wanted to make sure, like, I know Chris is going to talk about this when he comes back as well. Which, speaking of which, Chris isn't here right now. He's on vacation. So Chris he said, isn't here? He, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys know he plays Guilty Gear? So, <laughs> damn it uh, i wanted to be but, the one to say guilty gear just to get it in here oh don't worry there'll be other there'll yeah. be more uh, uh guilty gear uh i hate society and i love my wife and i hate my child there we go <laughs> wow it's like he never left never left <laughs> but no if you go check out chris's fucking twitter he's been posting some crazy ass uh fo- or videos from a wedding he went to Apparently there was like Indian dancers, and I've named them Paft Dunk because yeah, they aren't say. Daft Punk. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, he went to Daft Punk's no. wedding or something. Right. Yeah, it's been intense. Yeah, it's uh, it looks like fun. Like he's been having a blast. I'm excited yeah. for him to tell us the stories. Yeah, but no, we just wanted to pay our respects. Like I said, we we a lot of us, uh, especially me and Chris, like really like the Berserk series. So, but no. With that, we can jump back over into the weeks. And I don't have my docket up. Who's first for weeks? Is it Scotty? It is Scotty. Uh, I'm listed first. I don't know how much you guys want yes, here. You are our guest, so you will be going first. Right on. Hello, people. I think a lot that are watching right now uh, might know who I am, but hello and thank you for hanging out with us right now. Um, if I'm a little out of it, it's because tech difficulties screwed me over and whatever. But we'll get through this. I'll just talk about everything I've done since I've been on last. No, just kidding. But most notably, I do want to thank, because I know some people watching right now were hanging out when I did the Saturn Marathon with my girlfriend, Rachel. It was 12 days of Sega Saturn game. 12 days, yep. 12 hours of Sega Saturn (laughs) games. I was like, damn, 12 days. Uh, Lord almighty. That wouldn't be too hard. Not straight, but um, yeah. And, And also just thank you, Corey, for hanging out. Thank you, Eddie, for hanging out. And also rating. We, I had kind of, what Corey went through when he had that big raid when he was already four hours into something. Eddie, yeah. you raided us at hour 1130, and I was like, I'm fucking ready to go. And then suddenly 23, I was like, fuck. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys, what's happening? <laughs> yep. uh, put it back on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But no, that was fun, though. It was really cool. Uh, and it we did some giveaways for, like, the magazine, um, Magma's Magazine, and some games and stuff. We actually did... We only planned on doing three giveaways for the magazine, because I don't have too much in my stockpile right now. But then 23 people show up. I'm like, hell, let's give away... There's bound to be somebody that's not seen us before on this. Let's give away a magazine. And someone else won one from uh, Eddie's Raid. So that was really cool. Um, so uh, I came to a realization, though, through that marathon. So what we were doing was... Raising money for Extra Life, 
which also our goal was $500. We hit that exactly. And Corey, it was actually Connor who put us to that point. He was the last uh, donator oh, for the nice. day. Yeah. And so we hit 500, which is really cool. And then after the fact, oh, shoot, I had it in front of me. And now what was that total again? Let me was double it like check six it. Something? It's six something because I just looked at it earlier today. Um, if you want to go to the Extra Life page, that might be easier for you right now, Corey. Yeah, sure. I'll go down there. Thank you so much. But we, uh, so yeah, we hit $500, which is amazing. We raised $500 for Extra Life. Every year we do that with the Dreamcast Marathon. And then I like shared it on my socials the next day. It's just like, thank you. We hit this goal. This is awesome. And then other people, like even my college roommate, he recognized one of the games. He's like, he was playing Saturn Bomberman. That was our life for two years. You know, he's like, I got to throw him some bones. And so we ended up at, what is it now? Six what? 620. 620. So we have $620 raised. And we have not even started the Dreamcast Marathon yet. Normally we go into that oh, with yeah. like nothing or maybe a hundred bucks mm-hmm. or something. So... Unfortunately, so our both tier of these go together. For, yeah, it's for just raising the money. Extra life overall, everything goes to that one joint thing at the end of the year. Um, gotcha. So and normally we have our tiers like, oh, it's six six six. We'll play Sonic Shuffle. So we're gonna hit that real fast this year, Shit! Corey. Uh, <laughs> God damn it! I shouldn't have donated. <laughs> well, I was joking with is. Graham earlier. I mean, like that means get it out of the way quicker. That's true. And, Hour one, Sonic Shuffle. Yeah. Yeah, and and so unfortunately we can't do our 420 goal. Uh, shucks, but um, no, that, in with the other ones. we'll get it in there somewhere. We'll we'll do something s- silly. But it was interesting though because as we're streaming, we're having a blast and everything. And and um, Rachel said to me the next day, like we played on, we did the stream on a Saturday. Next day Sunday, and we're thinking about how we don't want to go to work the next day. And so she literally said to me, "Let's just quit our jobs and stream all day." And I was like, oh, man, if only it were that easy. Her and about 100 million or about 100,000 other people on Twitch have the same idea. Yeah. Yeah. And have done so, too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that that was cool. It it was it was nice to hear her say that because it's it's she knows she deals with she's very patient with how much I stream and try to do Mm -hmm. stuff with Mega Visions and everything. Um, But uh, and she's actually your passion. Yeah, and that's a big deal. And um, she was actually getting better at. Uh, oh, it was weird. She was kind of noticing some things about streaming because we had we had um, we switched up games and like we played some of the stars like in terms of games. Mister Bones was one of the highlights. I, I hate that game, but everybody loves it, and everybody loves oh, hey, the baby, the pain that I'm in uh, <laughs> when we're playing oh, the it. Sonic baby. <laughs> yeah, but the. Um, that was fun, and what was another one that was fun? Uh, Fighters Mega Mix was Eddie. You saw a lot of that. That was when the Daytona car was in the ring fighting other Daytona cars, or basically which, bears. Which was one of the greatest things. Like I think I brought it up to uh, to Corey and Chris when I saw it. That I think when I when I came in earlier, uh, you were playing the racing game as a horse. And I was just like, this is amazing. Like, what is going on here? And then I come back with the raid, and now you're playing the fighting game as the car. And I'm like, yes. what is happening here? Like, this is just... Welcome to Sega games. Yeah, yeah it's so... great. That That's that's probably why that era is still my favorite, because that was when even, like, first-party game devs were being goofy as hell. Like, even though we were in the, like, mm-hmm. 
quote unquote attitude era of the nineties where everybody's got to be in your face and stupid and badass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But at the same time we're fighting as cars and we've got whatever else going on in video games. There's a video booger man game show, you know? Yeah. Just, just whatever it is. But it was, it was, it was cool though, because Rachel was noticing just some different things about streaming that you don't see on the outside of it. Cause we had one hour where we were playing, I forget what the first hour was, but the way it was working was we would switch up every hour, or it's a lot of arcade games, so you could get your fill in half an hour, and we'd switch it up real quick. We were playing Nights into right. Dreams at one point, one of my favorite games, and we had super passionate people watching, and they're just like, I love Nights, I love the world they created, I love all this and that, like new people that came in just because they saw Nights was being played, and I was like, alright, hey, we're getting a lot of activity in the chat, let's give away another magazine, and... We were extending the giveaway to 10 minutes because that just seemed to work better with people coming in and out. And then did the giveaway. No one entered. I did the example. I typed in to give an example like, this is how you enter, guys. We want a free free magazine. It's a, basically a $10 value. You get a free, all this art, all this showing off this stuff. And then the yeah. hour ended and we stopped. We went to our BRB screen, but the mic was muted. And I said to Rachel, I'm like, did you notice? Like, uh, She was like, nobody entered the contest i'm like i don't know what's going on honey that's sometimes what happens like there was conversation and everything and then just no engagement and then but later on eddie rates us with 23 people i i start the contest and within the first minute five or six people enter the giveaway that have never talked to me or seen my face before in my life in their lives and i'm like that's streaming honey i don't know that's streaming life baby (laughs) like that's exactly what it is so it's figuring out how shit works and yeah. what works. Like and that's it, the whole, I think me and Eddie are both going through that is like figuring out what works on our channel. Yeah. And even, even what you think works might not work on a different day. That's like the weirdest nope. part about it. It's just like, it's so right. crazy. Cause like you, like you mentioned it right now. I've, I've been in other streams where like, it's the same thing. Like, Oh, we we're at that hour where we're going to hit a, we're going to go ahead and give a game giveaway. we got steam keys and stuff like that. Enter this. And it's just like one or two people enter. And she's like, I just can't have these two people. One of them already won <laughs> one earlier. Like, like yeah. we need more. Yeah. And they're like, there's like 80 of you here. Does anybody, does anybody want a free game? And I'm just like, God. Yeah. Some people are just there just to watch your shit. That's yeah. all they're there for. Maybe they so don't. And then other crazy. times, like we did in the early times of Scrubverse, we were doing a lot of monthly giveaways in our yeah. uh, Discord server, and we got a lot of accounts that we didn't want in there, mm-hmm. like bots and stuff like that. Yeah. It's the whole reason that the authentication process is in our Discord channel now. Yeah. Right. So. <laughs> But, right, right, right. I mean, that's how it is sometimes, man. You just got to figure out. I mean, fucking Pokemon. Like, I never thought I'd be playing Pokemon and Harvest or Story of Seasons all the time. Like, I get the most engagement from those a lot of the time. Yep. And I'm just like, all right, sure. Yep. I guess I'm a Pokemon streamer now. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's how it's it's strange. Um, But no, that was a lot of fun. And I also came to the realization that, like, I ha- think I have ADHD when I stream because it's so hard for me to finish games. But I could have done another mm-hmm. I could have done like the next day another Saturn marathon because I, I was I was loving just switching it up yeah. on the fly, going to a new game, especially when something pissed me off. I'd be just like, all right, let's pop in another one that I actually understand. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so but um, but yeah, I completely agree with that. It's yeah, I don't know. It's odd because uh, I want to finish games that I start. But at the same time, some of them are just like, man, I see why this has no fan base now. You know, <laughs> you're like, why bother? Yeah. But, Unless you uh, want to be that one guy, be like, I beat all these games that no one plays. Yeah, so. <laughs> I don't really understand 
I don't know. We that I was going to start a whole other conversation and slash rant, but I'm not going to go with that. Um, <laughs> other than that, though, yeah, Saturday. You no, know you could totally do it here. <laughs> all all I'm going to say is I don't understand when streamers list all the games they beat. Like, who gives a shit? Other than you should just say like, these are my favorite games. And I'm sorry if you do that, Eddie. I don't remember what your layout looks like right below. If you have <laughs> no, a listing of okay. no, I don't. It's it's one of those things that like I, I I've thought about doing a listing, but at the same time, I'm just like I don't even remember what games I beat it. Yeah. Like, it, it's... I just don't know what the value of listing it is. Yeah. Like, is that going to bring someone else in or get them to stay another 20 minutes if they saw Maybe you play? Maybe it's a badge of honor? I, I mean, there, I mean, there's there's different ways to go about it. I think one of the ones that I've always enjoyed seeing is like when people are like, oh, this is the list of games. Like, click this document and it shows you the list of games. Like, okay, that's cool. That makes Catalog, whatever, you know. But when they put it like on their layout, yeah, yeah. and you got to like scroll through that like 200 list of games and you're just like, you know, now that we're on this subject, I don't mind talking about this because I'm like, I don't understand the PC specs panel. I, th- I Well, I think that one thing is it's helping maybe in some way, shape or form, it's helping people that have never streamed and want to know like, okay, I've got my dumb okay. like MacBook. Is that going to suffice to start <clears throat> streaming or that's the only thing I can Be see? Like, it. Oh, like I, yeah, I got to have this or this and this. And yeah. like, okay. I guess that makes more sense than the listing of the games. The listing of the games, I'm just like, unless you're like, I mean, I've seen speedrunners do that, but they're like categorized. They're like, this is yeah. a game I've done it, and this yeah. is my time. That so, that makes sense because that's almost a resume if they ever want to get onto yeah different yeah. Uh, programs and stuff. <clears throat> but otherwise, like the list can maybe be seen as like a conversation starter for brand new people. But I don't. It's weird to me. Um, yeah. Maybe. Otherwise, though. Oh, go ahead, Eddie. I was going to just uh, comment on the going into the specs thing that you mentioned, Corey, right now. I've also seen uh-huh. that people have that for a lot of people. There's a, some, I shouldn't say a lot, but there's some streamers that don't like talking tech and or streaming stuff while they're streaming. So they're always like kind of, de- okay. like, yeah, they always kind of like deviate to like Discord or something like that. So if I've been in channels where people have been like, hey, what kind of camera are you using? And stuff like that to like the streamer. Just, and, they're, and they're just like, oh, check my specs below. Like just, it's just easier to say it. Yeah, but some people don't want to. You know, it's like it's just. Like, I wonder <clears throat> if some people don't know, because I know some people that don't that are streamers, but they don't do their tech stuff. I've seen many streamers that are like that, where they have someone else do all their tech stuff, all their like all that stuff, and they don't know how to do all that. They're yeah. just like, I don't know. I just get in front. I'm I'm the face. Yeah. Like I'm here. I am the personality. I don't know how to do this shit. I know how to hit start stream and end stream, and that's it. So it could very well be something like that. I mean, who knows? Unless Sponsors. unless we start asking, yeah. <laughs> unless we start asking and be like, "Hey, <laughs> why do you do this? Yeah, yeah. Who does your shit? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah." But no, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, it went well. The it, it went really well overall. A lot of fun. I'm proud of you. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations Thanks. to you and Rachel. I. It feels weird saying thank you to that because I literally sat on my couch for twelve hours, but we helped kids in need. So. Yeah, you know, you sat you sat on your couch. Your yeah, you sat on the couch for twelve hours, but it was for a good cause, and yeah. that's what you matters. sat on your couch. That apparently is not comfortable because you had to readjust many it times. Fucking <laughs> sucks. That thing is dead. The only reason we don't get a new couch <laughs> is because we're not staying at this place forever. So mm, we we want right. to get we want to. Is it a sectional? Is that what it's called? Where it like loops around and has an it's an L shaped yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah we want to get one of those. Yeah. It will not fit in here, but we don't no. plan on staying here long. So why get a new couch when we're gonna? do get something else you know i can feel um, that and that thing was, that was free a lot of stuff. so <laughs> <laughs> but 
Free couch is always the like, best. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we we liked our sectional when we had our townhouse when we could only do our living room in one layout. Right. Like you're yeah. just like, but like when we got the house, there were so many different layouts we could do. My wife was like, we need to get rid of the sectional. So we got rid of the sectional, mm -hmm. got a love seat and two recliners. Oh, okay. So, there you go. They don't have many people. Like I'm in my office most of the time. Yeah. And then she's in the living room, and we have the two recliners. So it's just me and her. We we had to get the uh, the love seat just strictly for Christmas, so uh -huh. my mom would have somewhere to sleep. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because they stay. They came over for Christmas and all that stuff. But yeah. yeah I mean, anyway, you you saw that. we were putting pillows on the couch to sit on as support because the cushions are just dead in that thing. When Rachel sat yeah, down I, and we were eating tonight, we heard something like freak in the couch, and we're both just like uh like sit there for a second <laughs> waiting for us to fall onto the floor or something so you guys had a nice little layout of, but it has a nice backing to where you can just put stuff behind you and everyone you had a so we i had will to. tell you we had to because it's you, an you, ugly ass brown couch it is I, i've seen it i was i've been at the marathon yeah but i will say that if you ever decide to do more streams like that you have a very good backdrop to showcase shit so yeah, got our little, uh, this little guy here that was up there yeah, yeah I guess that moms. goes into the, some more of the rest of your week, so Very I'll let you continue. tiny uh, Sonic R standee. Let's see if I can get that. Sorry, Knuckles. Your old news. Yeah. Yep, that. there oh, we go. No! There it is. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I love it. <laughs> speaking of streaming, though, we did Sonic Fighters on Thursday Night Throwdown. That was a good time. That's always a good time. So long as 25th TJ. 25th anniversary. 25th anniversary of a game nobody knows about. <laughs> um, Look! 25th that's all i'm saying yeah it's not the reason we play it we play it like every couple months so. yeah it's uh as long as sega's gonna keep the servers up for a ps3 download game we'll keep playing it that and puzzle fighter and anarchy reigns so yeah yeah Jeez. uh and let's see friday played some panzer dragoon saga with graham or well by that i mean he was playing it and i was co-piloting co and talking with yeah. people bsing with people so that was fun I, I typed a lot of stuff in the docket, so I'll just mention things, and if they turn into topics, so I guess that's how you guys do it. So, Welcome to the show. Yeah, yeah very much <laughs> Basically. so. Basically. I, I, uh, with the announcement of the Venture Brothers movie, I thought, like, you know what? I never did. I tried to keep up with it at one point, and I don't remember what season. So I was like, I've seen seasons one and two back and forth. So let's start at season three. And then I was like, oh, no, I remember this, blah, 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 David Bowie. I'm like, let's do the end of season three. <laughs> And go into four, and okay. it's a little bit of a slog because I forgot that they basically wrote Brock out for a little bit, and he's replaced by Sergeant Hatred, who kind of sucks as a bodyguard. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, it's not great, but I don't remember a lot of this, and I want to catch up for when the movie comes out. So, and I need I needed something to watch in my lunch breaks. Never watch what? Sorry. I've never watched the entire thing all the way through. Like I've I've caught episodes here and there, but I've never watched a season. So I think I have the first couple seasons. So maybe well, it doesn't matter. I can just go to HBO Max and I'm just gonna watch them there. there so, you go. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've ever watched a single episode. I've only watched like clips on YouTube and stuff. I think like you that. would dig it. Yeah. Uh, you would dig it, but a lot of stuff is has not aged well, and it is oh. a little bit problematic. They're throwing the R word around a lot, and oh, uh, okay. yeah, so it's not. It was always pretty offensive when it started out, but a lot of things even still have not done well. You'll catch stuff yeah. here and there, but um, it's still funny. It's still a good show. Um, said the guy with the monarch tattoo. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I still remember so many characters. Like just off the, I mean, of course you got the main, the very, you got the main cast. But then I remember like the alchemist guy. I remember the really little short guy that shows up. I don't uh, know the yeah. names to save my life. Nope. So, but I remember that guy. I remember Monarch. I remember the ma- the lady with the deep voice. Yeah. I remember all that stuff. Like, that's why I need to go back and rewatch it because it's gonna be like somewhat. Fr- the one episode I remember the most is the Fantastic Four episode. Oh, jeez. Okay. One of my that's favorites. An old episode. Yeah, that's an old one. One of my favorites is the yard sale where the supervillains are shopping in Dr. Venture's garage sale thing, essentially. I do remember that. That's a great one. Yeah, yeah that's I a do. great one because nothing yeah. happens to advance any type of plot. It's literally the guy who's, who's basically the Johnny Quest, who is now an adult, is having a yard sale, and supervillains are showing up to shop around with all the mad scientist crap that he has. So it's just great. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's really good. Venture Brothers is good. And... I continued playing Resident Evil 8 Village, so since Chris is not here, I can talk about that a little bit. I... Uh, well, hold on, hold on one second. Eddie, have you started playing it yet? Oh, I, I already know spoilers. everything about the game. Yeah, I already know everything. Yeah, you already know. Okay, yeah. I didn't know because you had always said that you were like, I'm, I am I want the game, but I didn't no, want so, the game. So yeah, so to, to clarify on that, it's like I want the game. I do. Now I want the game. Right. But the right. reason why I want the game is because I saw a bunch of my friends playing it on stream. So I saw everything gotcha. from beginning to end. I know everything that happens oh. in there. So, But you still want to play it? But I it? still want to play it, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, it's it's a game that you need to play to absorb fully. Right. That is one of the more pretentious things I've ever said. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, um, but, I don't know. Do you guys listen to Ska or hmm. do you guys listen to like... <laughs> Actually, it's pronounced Ska. Uh, no. Um, I completely lost my train of thought. Now you asshole. Uh, uh, the, yeah. I'm a massive Resident Evil fan. It Resident Evil yes. games got me into watching horror movies. And... <laughs> uh, and... And over time, I've realized I'm actually more into monster movies than I am into actual spooky and scary stuff. Um, but okay. uh, all that in mind, like, you know, one and two are probably my favorite. It's kind of it, it depends on what mood I'm in that if one is my favorite or two is my favorite. Um, and, and Jill Valentine was my first video game crush. So there's that. Uh, nice. No shame. But anyway, I, the reason I say all that is I liked seven a decent amount, but it really starts strong and really goes downhill super quick until you get to playing as Chris, which is weird, but or weird that it takes that. But anyway, okay. and so with eight, I was like, I didn't know what to expect with this because I didn't get a chance to do their goddamn worst thing in the world timed demo. It's like, you got to show up yeah. for flat. You got to show up for your final or you're going to miss it. <laughs> like what the fuck? What the fuck, game developers? Sorry we have, like, anything else to do. We can't set aside an hour on a Saturday night to fucking play your game. Anyway, sorry. So, but also when it came out, everybody we, was saying... We had you on here. We had you on here as a guest, and I knew you wanted to rant, so... There you oh, go. E- oh, <laughs> sir. Yeah, believe me. Um, But so, like... And, and so I was like, I'm going to get RE8 because I do want to see... I wanted to get RE8 mainly because Ethan Winters, they said he was coming back, and that's the first time that a protagonist in a Resident Evil game returned since, like, the base three games. That's and true, so I was yeah. like, that's a pretty big deal. Why are they... So I want to see where this goes, even though the story was, like, kind of dumber than I wanted it to be, and the last boss of Resident Evil 7 was basically a Contra boss until you played as Chris. 
whatever. But so like all that aside, everybody was saying like, this is the best Resident Evil I've played and I love Resident Evil games. This is the scariest game I've ever played. And I played all this, this, this and that. I'm like, are you people? I gotta, I gotta play more of this to see like what you're talking about. Cause I watched somebody play the first hour and it's just jump scares of werewolf sort of werewolf guys and like a dude with a big hammer and like this isn't scary and so i was playing and i was i was mad at myself because i did get jump scared a couple of times and one of the times it's for a puzzle that is literally you like you have to put in a a a safe combination or something Um, and you find a note that says just it's either a note or it's written on the wall and it says look out the window and i noticed when i was coming into this house that you find where you find the note that there were some numbers if you looked at a certain angle out the window. So I'm like, okay, so I'm going to look out the window, see the rest of these digits, and then a fucking wolf man's going to jump up. So I turn, and nothing happens. So I'm like, okay, so what's the digits? Boom, wolf man. I'm like, god damn it, I hate that that works. (laughs) (laughs) That's like when I got scared in the first uh, It movie, like the first remake It movie. Where I was just like, God damn it, that was a jump scare. It wasn't earned. Like, <laughs> like it's a, still a good movie, but I was just like, the reason it made me jump was because it was loud in the movie theater. <laughs> right, like, yeah, that's the thing too, is like, the, the jump scares are a cheap shot because you're messing with our reflexes. That's not, you know, yeah. that's like... Only yeah. if they're earned, though. Only if they're earned. It, yeah. They gotta go through a lot to get <laughs> earned. It, Sorry. And it's funny, it's funny that you uh, bring that up too, because like, I think that was one of my biggest issues with this game coming out, is that... I, I am a very, like, a, I don't know if it's anti-hype, if that's what you want to call it, but when there's, like, a hype for something coming out and people I that are jumping, that. that people are jumping on it and then you know they're, like, not a fan of that, like, and then all of a sudden they want to play it. And it happened it, with Doom Eternal. And it, I mean, it comes with, like, you know, it happened with uh, with uh, Village that when the day came out, all these, like, my whole list of streamers, Village, 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 and I'm just like... No, you have not played any Resident Evil before, but who am I to say anything like that? But that's what I was getting to is that people were just like, this is the scariest thing ever. And it was just like something falling in the background. And they were like, ah, what was that? Oh my God, jump scare. Like, terrible, crazy. And I'm like, no, stop, stop. You, well, yeah. No, I'm (laughs) entirely here where you're coming from. And honestly, all the shit that happened around Lady D was just like, God. I've never been yeah. tired of a Resident Evil game before it even comes out because you people are just yep. horny. There's no big mystery to this. They're just horny, Capcom. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think we <laughs> talked about it was just like, and then like, I'm not going to go into spoilers because I still, the game's still really new. And, uh, but she's barely in it's it. It's just like, that's not even the main part of the game. It's just no. like the first part of the game. It's, but they sold yeah. her like she was the main bad guy. Well, once you get more into it, and Eddie knows this having seen the game, um, there's very much. It, it makes total sense that they didn't show anything be, beyond her because it's like the the plot ramps right up right after you defeat her. She is the first boss in the game, and I, I will give yeah, them props that that scene. that she felt like a Resident Evil boss. But like I've played in the video games that I had no problem vo- avoiding her in the castle as she's like slowly following you around and stuff. I was even showing Rachel you played RE2 remake. Because I played anything that uh, where an enemy chased you, like it wasn't that hard. Uh, but um, I even showed Rachel, like, how you could, like, stand in the safe room door, and she wouldn't even be looking at you, and I would, like, target on her big ass and shoot her, and she wouldn't react until <laughs> I was just, like, another step further and stuff, and it was just, I felt so yeah. powerful. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but no, what, what, I, what I'll say, because I, I kind of touching on what Chris said last week, he said that the dollhouse is what is, uh, mm-hmm. what got him, and yeah, 
It's very well done, and I'm going to eat crow on this because it felt like Resident Evil when you get there, but not right when you get there. And he also said it's not the dollhouse, but it, I think he said it, it's what lurks beneath or something. Yeah. Yes. Very true. And I I had to... I was following a guide for certain things because the game is semi-open world, and I was kind of getting tired of that because I really wanted to see like the next plot point and the next monster and stuff. Um, right, right. So, so I was following the guide a little bit, and there, there is a... If anyone wants to play this and like kind of know what to do but not get totally freaked out, Polygon has a good guide that doesn't have spoilers in it. So I've, I've been following that here and there. But when you get to the dollhouse, and there are a lot of puzzles, but they do a great job of building tension because it's in an old house where like you hear creaks and stuff, and it's just the house settling, which is also why like RE7... Hmm? It's like PT a little bit. No, not really, because PT didn't have stuff like that. They had sounds that they wanted you to hear, and it wasn't so much the uh, ambiance of the house itself. It was the actual plot yeah. of the demo. Gotcha. But th- what they do with the dolls, I don't believe for a goddamn second that Japan didn't know that we're afraid of dolls. Like what Chris was saying, I don't think that's right <laughs> at all. Because you will walk into a room and there is a doll just sitting on a dresser in the corner. And like I kept looking. Every time I looked away, I would look back to see if it was just not there or something. Because I was just waiting because yeah. I played games like that. And, um, and then, but there is stuff that happens that is freaky beyond belief. And then there, there is a part, I I completely understand what Chris said in terms of uh, what lies beneath. And once I got to that part, I, I had to stop playing because Rachel, she's, she's out of town this weekend and she was on her way back. And a, I was getting a little freaked out that I didn't want to experience this by myself, but also I wanted to show her this because she's a bigger horror fan than me. And also, it didn't help that I've been alone this whole weekend, and then I was starting to do laundry, and like I knew what was coming up in the game, so I started it, I started my load of laundry, and then I hear coming up the stairs from the basement, I hear like this playfully circusy music. I'm like, what the fuck is that? The game is paused, and it's a goddamn ice cream truck going around my neighborhood. I'm like, any other day, any other time, I don't want this right now, this creepy-ass music. Like in real life, <laughs> so it's like fucking I love great. it. I love that it. Um, Eddie, what were you laughing at? Were you laughing at something, or was that off stream? No, I was laughing at what he was talking about because I, I know exactly. Saw, yeah. I know exactly what he, what happens because like I know exactly. Because uh, uh, for most of my time, especially like even now, like where I'm living at, like I am alone ninety to eighty percent of the time. So I'll if I ever play a game like that, especially in the dark or something like that, and I take it off. The one thing that I hate. Is like my cat will be here right next to me. My door will be open, <laughs> and then she'll just do like she's sleeping, and she'll do the little perk up like, yeah, and tilt to the side. I'm looking at something. What now. demons are you looking at there? Yeah, and I'm just like, <laughs> and I'm playing like the game. I'm playing like Resident Evil or Silent Hill or whatever, and I'm just like, yeah, I think I need to stop now. <laughs> yeah, because because the yeah. then Dude. it starts playing with you. It starts yes, playing one with you. Like, thousand seeing, percent. Like, I, my window, my window is like literally right here, and I got those like dark cover uh, blinds, blackout curtains. Yeah, the blackout curtains, but I could still see yeah. like shadows and things. And sometimes like the like the bags, like oh, like just random plastic bags are flying, and I'm like, the fuck is that? Like, what is that? Yeah, yeah. The the worst you. <laughs> That's dude, why I was you mentioning laughing. a cat though reminded me. I'm a big. Scary my guy. last roommate that I had, uh, he had a he had a cat, and 
she kind of was known for being temperamental and just showed no affection to anyone except for her owner. But when it was just me and her hanging out, she was laying on my lap and like being a real buddy, buddy, but no one else ever saw that in real life. Um, and, and so, but there was one time where I was sitting in the living room and it was just me and her and she comes in and like sits on the arm of the couch, but she doesn't look at the door the way that the setup was like, if I'm facing the TV, I'm sitting on the couch and then the door to get into the apartment is like, kind of behind me and to the right. She gets up on the arm of the couch and she doesn't look at the door like she's waiting for her owner. She just looks at the ceiling. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, what are you, (laughs) Suki? There's nothing there. I don't think you're the dog from Poltergeist and can sense when ghosts are nearby. I need to to do anything else but what I'm doing right now. (laughs) Like, I don't like this. Um, Anyway, I'll... Oh, I've grown up with cats all my life, so I've experienced that all my life and now i have four of these fuckers and what's even more <laughs> troubling is when all four of them look at the yeah, same spot oh yeah that is that's yeah. what gets me and that happens very rarely but it happened i was incredibly too blazed one night and i walked in and they were all looking at this one spot and i just went nope and i just turned around and went right back out to my office i was like ah, not today yeah. not today satan but no i'm such a and, and scotty i'll let you finish here in a second but i wanted to get it off my before i forgot I'm such a scaredy cat that I'll just, like, I live out in the country. So, like, when I walk outside, if there's no, like, my sensor lights don't go on, it's dark. And I will freak myself the fuck out. And I'll just be like, because it's all in your fucking brain is what it is. Your your brain starts being like, oh, shit, you know, that's, you know, something I feared when I was a kid. And for me, I still love the movie Gremlins. But when I get freaked out and my anxiety gets really high, that's what I think. Like, because when I use my bathroom... If I'm, I'm standing at the toilet and I'm peeing, the window's right in front of my face, and it's all black. So I'm just waiting for that face to come up one night, and I'm going to punch it through the fucking window is <laughs> yeah. what I'm going to do. Glass and knuckles are going into that thing's face. Yeah, and I'm going to be pissing the entire time. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, to wrap up my thoughts on, on, uh, on Village, though, um, getting to that point, though, that that's definitely the scariest part in the game. Not the scariest thing I've seen in a video game by far. If people want to play a scary game, you need to check out Soma and go in blind because that's one of my favorite games. One of my favorite endings to a game as well. Soma's really good. But uh, what I was going to say though to end that kind of is after getting to that part, especially with what Chris said to hype it up, Corey, you are never going to be able to play this game. No, I'm not. Right. And I'm not. <laughs> I'm not calling you a wuss. I'm not saying, like, don't bother because it's too creepy for your own good. It's you you will not have a good time with this. I mean, if I have, I think it'll be better. I'd probably play it with someone here. Yes. Like, I might play it with, like, my wife or something. And I, I would probably enjoy it. But if by myself. Yeah, I, I kind of, I caught myself <laughs> talking to myself as I was playing this part of the game just to comfort myself because I was still home alone. Yeah. And it was kind of silly. But I justified it as, oh, Rachel will want to see this because it's really scary. So I will not play any further and save it for her, you know? Yeah, sure. Whatever you got to mm-hmm. tell yourself, buddy. Pretty much. <laughs> um, that's, but yeah. no, like that stuff, and, and that helps with streaming too. So like I probably wouldn't mind streaming a scary game like that. But still, like, I don't know, man. My My brain, I've realized in the last few years that my brain is just... It's simultaneously the best tool I have because I'm able to do so many things. I mean, you know a lot of the stuff that I do off stream and all this stuff. I'm constantly mm-hmm. doing shit. But it's also your worst enemy because it will it'll fuck with I mean, it's basically like your depression and all that and then also your fucking fears. Right. Like that 
Ooh, man, will it, uh, it'll fuck yeah. you up. Yeah, uh, what I said when you were gone real quick there, Eddie, was after getting to the part where Chris teased enough that I was very curious, and the part after the doll and what lies beneath, Corey cannot play this game, and he should not yeah. play this game. <laughs> oh, I, He couldn't get through Phasmophobia, <laughs> yeah. so he can't do... <laughs> That's a joke! Yeah. yeah, but that game's based off of mostly jump scares. That's why I, I didn't like that game. Well, it... I like creepy. I want to tell you what happens in this, but I maybe I'll tell you off stream or something after we're done. We can talk yeah. off stream. We'll talk off stream. But I like creep. Like I mean, that's some of my favorite horror movie stuff too. Is I hate. I fucking hate these jump scare. It started with what is it? The Conjuring, and then there was the Annabelle, and then there's the fucking the Nun. All that shit. Like the music, burn, and then it scares yes. you and all that. I get scared of movies like. I always go to it's the thing. The thing creates a, an amazing sense of dread, an amazing sense of anxiety of That's paranoia. exactly what this part so of the So much game that does. even at the end of the movie. So, yeah. Oh, I might actually like that though. No. I'm telling you you won't. No, but I no, I, I, right. I Yeah, I I get what you're saying, man, cuz I've never been a like I like like uh, I like playing like the Resident Evil games and like Silent Hill and stuff like that. But there's there's something about like the jump scare games that like I just really can't get behind, and um and uh like Five Nights at Freddy. Like I just never understood that whole yeah. thing because it's just like the same thing. And then for a while, Outlast. I remember I used to talk so much shit about yeah. Outlast because I was just like that game fucking sucks. It scares the shit out of me because it's just cheap jump scares and I don't like it. And then I played it uh last year for halloween i guess it was like one of them like my my sub goals or something like that and mm-hmm. like the first hour i was just like i fucking hate this game because of the stupid jump scares <laughs> and then after a while i was just like this is the same shit every single fucking right. turn and i i was just yeah. and I, I got mad at it <laughs> i got i was like i was just like now i hate yeah. you like now i hate you for being cheap now i have to beat you because i hate you yeah <laughs> yeah a video game. I don't need people taking that shit out of context. Yeah, video game. Yeah, video games. Yeah, video <laughs> games. <laughs> a chat brings up Five Nights at Freddy's. King. I, so I like the concept of Five Nights at Freddy's. I like that. Like, that could... And I was just watching last week, or not last week, but a couple of days ago. Uh, I'll put on Red Letter Media videos while I'm doing stuff in my office, like physically, like cleaning the office or something like that. And uh, they had their, uh, what is it, Willie's Wild World or whatever. They talked about that movie. And oh, yeah. And the... The Banana Splits movie. and uh, But they were talking about... There was like a five-minute short called yeah. The Hug that was on Hulu's... Huluween or some shit. I like that aspect of some kind of like demonic force or vengeful source possess, possessing like this animatronic and all that stuff. But at this point, I don't fucking care anymore. So. <laughs> yeah. Because the lore of Five Nights at Freddy's is super fucking interesting. But I don't like those games. It's just like a jump scare that you know is coming. It's resource management with jump scares yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Know? I mean, it's it's cool yeah, that good. kids can play a, a spooky game, and that's really the only redeeming thing about it. Yeah. The, I will give it one thing. is like it, For as much money as it was to make for the first game, which was not a lot of money, it made butt-tons of yeah. money. I, well, I mean, it went, from, it went from an indie title, technically, to now AAA. Because I think it's like... Uh, the latest iteration that's coming out is a PS5 exclusive, a time exclusive, what? I think. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know about that. Cool. They're still trying to work on that fucking movie. That movie's been in production for like four years. Meanwhile, three others yeah. have come out just like it. Huh. Yeah. A five minute short that was probably, it's probably going to be better than that. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
I'm sure that I, I can imagine that be being a real weird thing to wrestle. How do we make this movie good and not make it rated R? Because kids are going to see it, but we have to make it scary at the same time somehow. So, oh, fuck that. Go rated R. Go fucking hardcore with it, man. Like, I don't think that would, you got you got to think of the tickets that they I, yeah. would sell. Like when theaters That's are true. realistically opened again, the bigger movie or the, the better seller. I mean, MCU, aside from Deadpool, would not have worked if any of those were rated R, you know? would not work yeah. as well See, but the thing about it the thing the thing about it is that's kind of like what i like the uh growing up like the mid 80s to like 90s and stuff like that because <laughs> it just i knew what i was watching my parents knew what it was watching it was rated art it was supposed to be for mature uh audiences not idiots <laughs> mature audiences but uh i was there at like six seven years old watching like killer clowns from outer space Tales from the Crypt. And, like, all that. Eh. And it's just like, dude, but it was fantastic. And that's why I'm going with, like, the whole thing. Because, like, I feel like Killer Clowns from Outer Space can work if you go that goofy rated R route. Yeah. That can't be B-movie route with Five Nights at Freddy. And kids will still watch it and won't be like, oh, my God, like, this is ah super scary. It looks terrifying because it's just it's terrible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then that's it. But I mean, that, that, that Banana Splits movie is surprisingly... Better than it should be, is mm-hmm. what I'll say. So, but I don't know. Like, maybe I'm just old-fashioned. Like, I think we're all, all three of us are pretty hardcore, like, 80s, 90s movies and cartoons kids. So. Yeah. But if you think I about got, it. I'll let Scotty, I'll let Scotty keep going. I was going to so. say, if you hate Five Nights at Freddy's a lot, then if you think about it, Chuck E. Cheese is gone. So no one's going to even know what this stuff is a parody of in, like, five years. <laughs> You know? Yeah, I mean, even Chuck E. Cheese's that are still around, they don't do the animatronic shit. Anymore. No, they like, haven't like for some time. Shit. Right. They should do holograms. Sure. <laughs> then the holograms come to life and kill you. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, I was afraid of Chuck E. Cheese before Five Nights at Freddy's shit, so I, I just never liked people in giant I'd... costumes as a kid. But that's a whole I didn't other either. bag then, open. What's, what's the other one, the... The Showtime Bear or something like that. That one's legitimately fucking terrifying. The thing like that Chuck E. Cheese was based off of? I guess so. There's like this big fucking Showtime Bear. bear? Showtime Bear. Like um, that was another like Chuck E. Cheese kind of like place where they'd be like come out every 30 minutes and play the fucking song and mm-hmm. the animatronics would never work right. But it was just like even as a kid, you're just like, something's not right here. Like I don't know what it is, but something's not right here. <laughs> yeah, he's a little herky jerky. I don't like it. I'm excited if you're I'm excited about this next thing you're going to talk about. Uh, I mean if you still want me to, we we've, yeah, we've been going for a little bit, but or did you mean Matrix? No, not Matrix. Okay, yeah, fuck that. VHS oh, tapes. No. I meant I meant Matrix. Yeah. I meant Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My two cents on Matrix Reloaded, I don't know why I watched it and that movie is way hornier than I remember and man the first <laughs> one's better. <laughs> yeah. Um 100%. Yeah, it's it's strange. I I think I th- I think The Matrix is another one of those movies that would have been fine without any sequels. 100%. And I yep. forgot how this one ended and, and because it, it says to be concluded. I'm like, "Fuck you." I never even watched the third one yeah. all the way through because it was so boring. <laughs> I forgot how this there's, ended. And, and there's a fourth one coming out, too. There is. So. I don't know how. Does the big orgy happen in the second or the third one? The second one. 
Well, there, I mean, there's a there's a dance party, and there are lots of boobs. No, I it's mean, an it's orgy. the whole, like, village of, like, people that are It's an orgy, for... yeah. It's the second one. That's the second yeah. one? Okay, I'm just making sure. Yeah. So that's how we one. party in the future, I guess. Um, they gotta repopulate the world, I guess. <laughs> uh, do they? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> to end my extensive talking about me moment, the past two weeks I've helped... Uh, my brother and I have started to clean out my mom's garage because we decided to. It. Uh, long story short, my brother has been away in the Marines, and he came back, and he's living with my mom right now, and she has acquired a lot of things. Some might say a hoarder-type thing, but I don't want to speak ill of my mother, but it's gotten pretty bad in the garage, and so my brother has emphasized that, and we got a dumpster and started throwing stuff in it. And so uh, my brother was working on that more than me, obviously, since he lives there right now. And when I went back there uh, to help out more yesterday, he handed me this and he's like, I don't know what's in it, but here you go. And it's just VHS tapes. Wow. It's a bag. <laughs> it's a big old bag. Oh, wow. It's a big for um, audio listeners. It's a big like uh, paper uh, shopping bag. Full yeah. Shopping bag. So. Top of the top of the bag here. We'll go through some of these, and I'll bring out the ones that are worth mentioning. You want to read what that Ooh, is, Corey? Nice. The making of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Turtles, the first movie behind the shell. Oh man, I just noticed what's on the back. I hope my camera focuses on this. Can you see Vanilla Ice? Yes. Nice. Come on, oh, camera. God, you're not a cheap camera. Yeah. You should be focusing. You turd. You're not Whatever. a cheap camera. <laughs> um. So that's probably good. Some of the games I'll read off that have been recorded. MST3K Jack Frost. Uh, another okay. off of TV. It just says Last Seinfeld on it. <laughs> <laughs> what? The last, yeah, episode, the last episode of Seinfeld. Um, yeah. We got a Ghostbusters uh, oh, nice. VHS there. That's the cartoon. The real Ghostbusters. Yeah, the real Ghostbusters. This is The Revenge of Murray the Mantis and other stories. Since Halloween special recorded off TV. That's got to be good. Oh, nice. Uh, That's totally legal. Yep. <laughs> this was one that Corey saw. Yeah, it's one of the Nintendo Power uh, promotional tapes. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. And it's I about wish Rumble pack with there's Fox. no way this is going to pick up on here. Oh, maybe it did. Look yeah, at the pristine condition of that. I was yeah. amazed. That looks clean. It looks great. It also looks like it's 15 minutes long. Yes, it does. <laughs> Actually, does it say anywhere on here? Um, it Maybe. It probably says on the tape it itself. Uh, it really does not. Okay, well. Oh, well, there you go. It just says on the tape here, it says Star Fox 64, and then it says, check out the Rumble Pack. That's all it says. Yeah. Um, that was like the first game that utilized the shit out of that thing. Yes, it was. Oh, my God. What? This is not. Okay, I can't pull this out. There it goes. The Incredible Crash Dummies. What? Sweet. <laughs> There is I remember a, that holy. terrible cartoon show. Yep, it was like a one Saturday morning, maybe hour long, if even that thing. This is Simpsons Halloween special number seven. Ooh, recorded off TV. We Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Good. That's a big old box. Whoa! Okay, so for audio listeners, it's the trans. Tra is it the TV series? Yeah. When they first meet the Dinobots? Yeah. Um, it says so. It's the original Transformers cartoon series, and it's when it's this huge oversized box that's just like promoting like where they meet the Dinobots, which is funny. I have a story about the Transformers on my week as well. Nice, that's awesome. Look at the back though; it's like a comic book to tell the story, which Man. is really fun. Oh, OFHE! They made the TMNT uh, VHS. Yeah, Family Home Entertainment. I'm trying to set up these things behind me so I don't just destroy everything. 
Um, speaking of Transformers, this is pretty great because now it means I own this on three media formats. I found the movie. Yeah! Wait, hold on. Nice! We need to know which version that is. Is that the original release? 86 minutes. So what's cool about this is there oh, is... my FHE. Uh, another FHE thing. Um, so that, that means I own this on VHS, DVD, and Blu-ray now. But... Um, there yes. was a version of this. You've got the touch. Yeah, there was a version of this that ended with the narrator saying, "Like, what's Rodimus and the gang gonna do? Blah blah blah. Tune in next episode of whatever." And I never believed that that existed. But my my roommate in college, he's like, "No, dude, we gotta watch my version because it ends totally differently than this. Like, it has a not totally different, but like a weird stinger thing." Yeah, the one I have says Optimus Prime will return. Um, and I was just like, "What?" He's oh, dead. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't remember. Guys, like, they kill him off in like the first ten minutes. Yeah. Like, I don't know what this is, but it says Smithsonian Video Dinosaurs. There you go. No, one of those uh, school videos. Educational that you watch when the teacher want to do garbage. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> the teacher has a hangover. Right. <laughs> um, that says Winnie the Pooh. It's recorded off TV. Oh, boy. Here we go. Oh, shit. Look at that. Oh, That's the boy. big old clamshell of rescuers down. Or oh, res- dude. And that little mermaid one. The little mermaid penis one. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to focus. <laughs> yeah. That's dude, fine. that one goes up for. Take that twist. The little mermaid one goes up in price. Take that twitch. Uh, really? Yeah. going to focus. There was a while. Nah, Let's it see. probably won't focus. That's a penis. Fine. That's a penis right there. <laughs> we got it, Scotty. <laughs> Um, the little the Little Mermaid VHS with original also called band cover art can sell up for up to th- can sell for up to three hundred dollars on eBay. There you go. I got a three hundred dollar dick. I'm really hoping I don't. My aunt has. Ooh. So while you're pulling out more of those tapes, my my cut my aunt they didn't have cable growing up, so what they did was they Ooh. bought these movies all these fucking disney movies yeah she still has yeah. them like boxes upon boxes wow you got lion king and 101 dalmatians it's fucking dope yeah we're almost done here oh i know rachel was happy about this she hasn't seen any of these Dude, i'm telling you um Ooh, nice there's this freaking scotty like you have no idea do you like you have an abundance you just got a fucking gold mine yeah like I, i'm not gonna like the d the vhs disney movies especially the ones that come in those the white plastic the covers shows, yeah. can go pretty up there because if i remember i think the lion king was worth around like 1500 bucks what at one point yeah what's up with the april face <laughs> that focused yeah some sort of tmnt activity book and then the last tape in here this i'm pretty oh shit I'm sorry, I found a slammer, but uh, <laughs> nice. that's a freaking brass slammer with like a hologram thingy. Yeah, this is not going to show Yo, up. Can you Come show on. me? You're going to whoop some ass. Let me see. Can you show me the Aladdin one again? Yeah. Oh wait, that's actually working. Oh, that's cool. It it did pop up. That's cool. It's like a rocket ship thing. Um, that's kind of working. Oh, that's freaky on camera. Anyway, and this is the last tape in here. Yes, I have that. Land Before Time. Yeah. Nice. That was in my VHS bundle that I got a couple weeks ago. Nice, 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 nice. There's, a, there's other, like, random weapons and fresh dummy legs in here. Um, what did you want me to show you, Eddie? The Aladdin one? Is it the black label one? Down at the corner, the black bottom right? Black label. No, I don't know what that means. Lift it up. Put, lift it up. No, it's not. Oh, it one. doesn't have it. Okay, no. yeah. So that, that's a repro. I guess, like, there's different ones. There's, like, one that's just, like, Disney... 
Disney movie classic with yeah. a little black corner. Huh. Like it's like lifting up like a book type of deal. Oh, okay. And that one goes for like around 800 bucks. Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, you know, the, some of the movies that you got right now are pretty up there in price, which is crazy because, Corey, when you, when you were talking about, like, the whole VHS thing, and then, like, Scotty brings up the VHS thing, and I was like, dude, there's, like, a comeback thing coming with this, and I'm like, I don't think I will ever collect VHS or anything like that, and then over the weekend, I saw somebody who was like, hey, I just got called into a flea market, and I think I'm in heaven, and I'm like, you son of a bitch, <laughs> like, if I was at that flea market, and I sent the link. Yeah. I sent the link on the Discord if you want to bring it up. Okay. The fucking pristine, like how pristine these freaking videos look. Oh, I, I would try this. to buy. I every saw this on your Twitter. Yeah, I would try to buy every single one of these, dude. There's the penis. It's all wrestling tapes. There it is. There it is. Get us Twitch. All right. Yeah, this is all wrestling promos and shit on VHS. They look so good. WWF yeah. stuff. Yep. From like the eighties and nineties, man, it's just insane to see that. I need to wash my hands. Wow, man. I would have bought like you should. <laughs> <laughs> you just bought like how much is the table included? I'll buy the table too. Like, <laughs> well, dude, yeah, it's it's insane that like, you just start seeing some of this stuff, and I I would wonder like how much, like the guy was selling. And I I grew up with these because I remember like when I was watching wrestling, it became one of those right. things. I used to go to the local video store, and it was mm-hmm. called uh, Karina's Video. Okay. That was on that was on twenty third and freaking Adams, and uh, my dad would always go there and we're like, "Oh, do you guys have the new wrestling video?" So like Titan Home Video Titan. is what it was, <laughs> and I remember seeing these all the time. I'm just like, so when I saw this, I was like, "Yep, I would I would fucking buy this shit," just because of how like welcome to the well club. Kept they've been in. But I'm not I'm not buying anything, Look, so I'm, I'm going to talk about VHSs in my week as well. So I just yeah. we've got so much to go through in that garage, and I came out of there with two bins and a small like those plastic bins you'd like put under beds that are Tupperware or yeah. Rubbermaid or whatever. Uh, one of those with a bunch of action figures in it. I got to go through it. I did a whole thread on Twitter that kind of blew up a little bit in terms of my Twitter anyway, but uh, I posted twelve four eight twelve like 12 or 13 pictures of all the stuff that I found that we were going through and stuff. It's a definite blast from the past. Um, but the, uh, the, uh, found the technodrome, unfortunately no eyeball. So it's like kind of worthless, like no top Aww. eyeball thing. So I was like, I'm not going to try yeah. it. Even if I, I remember losing that as a kid, I remember never knowing where that thing was. So I doubt it's actually still in my mom's garage or anything. Oh, you're showing the picture of my trunk. That's some stuff I still got to go through. I yep, love, I don't know if so, you can see it. So hold on, we'll go for back. listeners, the, oh yeah, I'm kind of watching on delay for listeners. It's the back of my car and there's a box, which has one of those big turtles in it. That's like a foot and a half tall and it's Raphael yeah. and he's on oh, a yeah. pile of other stuff and there's a car, but then behind Raphael, you can see Donnie's hand holding up the bow staff. Like I'm here too. <laughs> help me. <laughs> help. I see his feet yeah. down at the bottom. Too. I see a Mikey too. I see some orange. Yeah. We so. found my brother no, found got, Mikey, Raph and Donnie, uh, only found one side, Donnie's staff, two sets of Mike's nunchucks. So we don't have a Leo, but I'm going to try to sell most of this stuff because a lot of it, why are you showing the fucking hovercraft that I plastered? I rubber cemented Buzz Lightyear's head to the top wow. of and um, like put it. put uh, weapons on it to make it look like a twisted metal thing. Um, no, this other thing I'm showing is the really cool newspaper that we walk on the yeah. moon. Dude, we found that and we found another article 
uh, or another paper with uh, JFK's assassination. Wow. So Damn. the only newspaper that I have, I have the releasing of the West Memphis three when they got released a few years back. So I don't know if anyone knows the story about that. I know it completely. It's uh it's pretty big. It's you probably don't know by the West Memphis three. You probably know it by something else, but you would know like maybe Damien Eccles, stuff like that. I don't know if you ever heard of that name, but mm-hmm. I'll go into that story another time. I don't want to bum everybody out. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But some of the other, since you brought up the pictures here, another cool thing that we found is just a straight up a Toys R Us bag. That's in. Yeah. I saw that weirdly decent condition. Put uh, it on eBay. Yeah. I even said, I don't even know if I kept that. I, I might've thrown it somewhere, but my mom, Pulled that out, and I was like, "We could legit sell this bag now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could. It's such a weird thing to think about, but um, yeah. So it's cool going through that stuff, and and a large part of me is like, I want to keep these things for kids that I'll eventually have. But another part of me right. is like, I don't want my house to end up like my mom's garage. So it's, I don't know. It's just yeah, yeah. You gotta just make. Proper, correct decisions on what you keep i want to yeah. say so are these all games that you found in her and you already have a lot of these games right yeah those are all um in uh in in this thing there's an area of like my music cds and other shit and a real quality mixed cd that i made but I saw that uh yeah these are just the cases the games are uh, either behind me or uh, in a carrying case gotcha because that, that's basically my dreamcast collection for like the first two years of it when i was you know allowance was getting them so here's the fucking mixtape yeah give it yeah let's see that shit so uh look at this awesome background everybody knows how cool you were if by making your mix cds you print out that liner art and what do you do if you're a fan of dbz you're a fan of goddamn dragon ball motherfucking z how do you show that off you invert those colors bitch and you print it out <laughs> so it's like it go so get a or go it's either Vegito or go get a and both of them behind them and then the track yeah. listing i fucking whatever people can watch that i don't need to run that run down that unless you want to or anything Corey. but it, it's solid shit you got some hits on here yeah you got lubega i just love the variety in it yeah like i'm like lubega yeah. uh don't touch me <laughs> yeah it starts it with brack don't touch me three blink one a two tracks then lubega Mambo number five, then Eiffel 65, then Smash Mouth, uh, Steppenwolf, and then Goldfinger, Superman. <laughs> I love how you didn't split up the Blink-182 songs. No. Like, <laughs> oh, I love it so much. I made so many mixed CDs, like, it was ridiculous, so. Yeah, so. Yeah. I am sorry, this has but been no. the entire show, but enjoy. No, you're fine, man. This happens great. when you bring me yeah, on. This is, yeah, this is good shit. This is good shit, Yeah. So. Well, I, I'm gonna go ahead and go. I believe I believe I'm next, right? Sure. No, I'm next. No, it's Eddie. Okay, Eddie, yeah. you go next. What'd you do? I'm next. Which is which is kind of crazy. Like I feel like uh, when I was looking at Scotty's week, I was like, him and I had a very similar week. Yeah. Just on different like weekends right. and stuff like that. So the big thing that I want to talk about is that um, I I don't know uh, how many people are aware, but I am part of a charity team uh, that Emerald Pixie and myself uh, did. Are we? built together originally for Toys for Tots back in December. A lot of the charity stuff that we were doing was kind of on the back burner, but she wanted to do one for mental health awareness because it is Mental Health Awareness Month in May. And we raised, our original goal was $300. And we ended up, yeah, we ended up raising 625 total. 
So that was pretty cool that we were able to do that. Overall, collectively as a team, we've raised fifteen hundred bucks um, in just charity donations, which I think is pretty pretty fucking cool. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty fucking sweet, man. Um, yeah. So it was. Oh, go ahead. How many of there are you doing on that team? Just two. Oh wow, just us that's two. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Just us two. Yeah. That's and so. Dope. Yeah. So that was the thing that was going on like right now uh, that we did over the that we did on Friday. We did it collectively as a week. Like uh, she was streaming, I was streaming, and then we were just kind of getting the word out. And then Friday was going to be like the big culmination of just like, hey, this is the charity event. Which brings us to the little topics that I have here is that she had this idea where she wanted to do balloon animals and origami and like drawing and sketching. And I caught some of the balloon oh, animals. Dude. Okay. So, because I tuned in, you were playing like Road Rash and stuff, and you said you were waiting for your buddy to do an for art. Her, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so that so that's what we were doing. So I I started off because I wanted to be like just do my regular stream, yeah. and then eventually we're gonna like combine them together. But she was like uh, getting ready. She was working because she's she's moving out of the country, is mm-hmm. what's going on currently. So she's busy with that. So that was kind of like prolonged my stream to just keep doing the retro stuff. But eventually, when we finally did get everything uh, going uh, together. We just changed the whole layout and people were just hanging out and loving it and making fun of everything that we were doing. And the balloon stuff, man, like I and I told her, I'm just like, I don't know about these balloon animal things. And she's like, no, it seems pretty easy. And like, and we're watching YouTube videos. And I think I tried doing eight and I successfully did three. And then half the time, people were just like, that looks like a penis. That looks like a penis, too. And I'm just like, I know it. Yeah, I was going to say three of the best dogs you've ever seen. Yeah, so it was it was just really fun. Like it was just interesting the way it worked and how uh, uh, we went about it. It's the later half, uh, Corey. If you want to show it, it's like we're talking. Uh, I think after hour five, like if you go towards the end, you'll see like some of the stuff that we're doing. Is this the one? But that it was, says Taco Bell messed up my order. No, that was yesterday's stream. That's that's the other thing that I'm gonna get into. So it's the one before that. Oh, the okay. uh, it's just like retro stream and then like art with pixie or something like that. Gotcha, gotcha. We'll find it. There it is. Found it. Yeah. Hey, it went and right so- to where I needed it to go. So. <laughs> oh, did it? Yeah. There you go. See. Yeah. So we're doing. Her friend was really good. Yeah, that's her. That's her sister, actually. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's her sister. I love how. And so she. The best part about this, for those that can't see, is Eddie. You like look professional because you've got a collared shirt on and stuff. And you're like, this is a snake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was just crazy. Like we were trying, we were trying so many different things on how to do it. And like, it's the, the funny thing is that we're watching these videos and the videos are like, Oh, you can do it in two minutes. And we're like, no, we're fucking 20, 30 minutes in and we're still fucking struggling with the first balloon. (laughs) And my, my problem is I got these little fucking fat fingers and I'm like, I can't wrap them around and try to fucking hook and tie up the balloon. (laughs) Yep. And I'm like struggling and she's just like, Oh, like, here you go. And I'm just like, what? But anyhow, we we did that. Uh, we it. did a little bit of origami. Yeah, we did a little bit of origami, and I thought the origami was really kind of cool. It is complicated, like when you're just kind of visually looking at something and just yeah. seeing them fold, and you're kind of like, okay, this is what they got to do. This is what you don't got to do. But that was kind of fun. And then, but I I think where we really hit it off was when we were doing just the random drawings. Like chat was just like draw a cheeseburger, and we would draw a cheeseburger oh, like on a whiteboard. Okay. And I thought that was pretty cool because she had like her iteration. I had my iteration. Her sister yeah, had like her version. So it was pretty cool. Overall, we didn't expect it to be what ended up being like almost like seven hours of just like chill background music, arts and crafts, 
And, like, a lot of people were just, like, very, like, yo, this is fucking relaxing as shit. And, like, a lot mm-hmm. of, like, well, I want to do origami now. Like, they're, like, I want to pick up origami. I want to start art. Like, some people were, like, I'm going to pick up a sketchbook or something like that just to fucking zen the fuck out. And I'm, like, so we, we thought that was pretty fucking cool that we were able to not only, like, raise the funds, raise the awareness, but also, like, give back to the community. And the community was just, like, yeah, this is this was awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it was, that it was, is very cool. So it was solid. Yeah, so it was solid. So that's that's what that was the big part for the week of me doing that charity with her. And I was like, I was honestly, it was a blast. The next thing is the free Taco Bell that leads into the whole Metal Gear thing. I last night what? I because we stayed we stayed up late. So Friday we did the charity event, and then we ended up staying up to like almost I think four in the morning. Because it was like, uh, we ended around two in the morning and then her and I kind of just talked about the event and what we we're planning on doing in the future and like this, this and that for like future charity streams and stuff like that. Next thing you know, it's like four in the morning, blah, 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 blah. And I just sleep in the entire day. Like I wake up like the next day, like around four, like, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I sleep in, and I wake up like at 4 PM and I'm just like, man, there goes my whole day. Am I going to yep. stream? Am I not going to stream? And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to order Taco Bell. I'm going to jump in the shower. When I get out of the shower, the food should be here. Like, and then we'll, we'll jump on something stream. I'll do something chill. I don't want to go into phantom pain, but we're going to keep on going with the metal gear series and I'll play the Nintendo version because people want to see me play the Nintendo version. Right. So Taco Bell shows up. And when I go outside to pick up my food, it's like two fucking like it's a full family meal oh like i see like yeah yeah so that's why i'm drinking my yeah i'm drinking my second fucking baja blast hook it up to my veins yeah because (laughs) it was like two large baja blasts and then like two bags just filled with fucking tacos and burrito supremes and i'm like what well, like, it's not my I, order, but I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I ordered two chalupas. I ordered two chalupas and a quesarito. And that was it. And I got this whole abundance of things. So I'm like, okay. So I go Postmates and I'm just like, hey, I got to report a problem, like a food, like blah, 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 blah. And they're like, You're all right, here's your me. refund. Here's your refund. Full refund. And I still had food. So I'm so you like, got okay. legit fully free. Fully free. I gave some to my roommate. I'm like, hey, here you go, dude. Like, like, let's go. And then, like, I, I ate got some. dinner tonight. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, dude, it was fantastic. So I was in such a good mood, like, because of that. I was just like, all right, let's just go ahead and play some Metal Gear on the Nintendo Entertainment System and stuff like that. I want a chill stream. Nothing more than four hours. Blah, 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 blah. And I fucking got invested in this that, like, I had never seen. It was, like, my first time people were coming in. Like, you get it. Like, when people are, oh, what's up? Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I love, I absolutely love the fact how happy that Taco Bell made you. Like, it did. in the moment and just now. Like, your face <laughs> lit up so much when you were talking about the free Taco Bell. I was like, Taco Bell! And and the thing that, that made me laugh about it is just like, it, it happens, right? When, you go in, when you're playing a game on stream and somebody comes like, oh, I remember this. It's, oh, Mega Man X is some of my favorites. So like, oh, like, you know, Super Ghost and Goblins, like, that game is hard and stuff like that. But people were coming in like, holy shit, Metal Gear on the Nintendo? Metal Gear. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, Metal Gear on the Nintendo. They're like, no way. And what I thought was supposed to be a four-hour stream, because I told myself I want to cut it off at four hours, 
ended up being seven hours and some of the best fucking backseat gaming I've ever had and conversations with people and like just talking about like how I took them down a nostalgia trip and like how it took them forever to figure things out because back in the days there was no internet there was nothing like Mm -hmm. that and so it was just wild for people just like I'm invested in this like I've been here since hour one and we're seven hours into it and then we get to the fucking end so it became a clusterfuck it became a clusterfuck because i'm going around doing everything right i'm saving the soldiers i'm finding all the items like i'm doing everything right and somewhere along the way i start messing up and my rank starts going down Mm. my rank starts going down so there's a ranking system in metal gear where you start off with one star and you can get up to four stars when you and every time you rank up you can get more ammo more health, more rations, makes it easier for you as you progress through the game. Makes sense. I'm like, all right, cool. Somewhere along the way, I made a mistake that I shot a soldier because I was trying to skip the dialogue. I shot the soldier accidentally, (laughs) took my rank down. And I was like, Uh what the fuck? And I was like, okay, it is what it is. Kept walking around. I There's a part in the game where you have to navigate through a gas-filled chamber filled with mines and the easiest way is to just clear them out by spraying with your machine gun and blow up the bombs and not having to deal with it. And right. I don't know what the fuck was in there, but there was like some kind of ghost or like a glitch where I ended up shooting an invisible prisoner that was there. And my, <laughs> rank, my rank went to rank two. So now my health, my ammunition, my rations, like everything is just hard mode. Fuck. Yeah. And there's no way I can build it back up. And I was telling people, well, I was like, I could just put the password in, right? I could just put the password where I have all the items and all that stuff and like, blah, blah, blah. They're like, no, the password system basically records your current save that you have on oh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, e- so even if you put the password where you get all the items, your rank will still be ranked two. So hard mode intense. Wow. Here's the tricky part. Anybody who doesn't know, anybody who doesn't know, you don't fight a metal gear in this. You fight a supercomputer. Okay. okay. And apparently the only way you can blow up the supercomputer is by using 16, exactly 16 C4 explosives on it. And there's supposed to be, and there's supposed to be a pattern to it, apparently, where some people are like, it has to go right, left, right, left, right, right, left, left, right, left, right, left, left, right. Like some kind of fucking shit. Like you have to place the bombs and let them blow up in that order. And people are like, dude, you have to. Because if it doesn't, like, la da 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 And I'm just like, there's no fucking way. And I have exactly 16 bombs. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot mess this up. Because if I do, I can't get enough bombs because my rank system is low. It will only let me carry eight bombs now. You know? Oh, so if I use these 16, okay. I have to just like, this is it. Jeez. I go in. And I do the fucking thing. And everybody's like, here it is. Here it is. And we go to the last one. And I was like, all right, guys. Boom. And the computer's still up. And I'm like, Uh where did I fuck up? Yeah. Where did I fuck up? But now I'm stuck. Now I soft lock myself. I can't do anything about it. I have to start the game. And I'm just like, and people are like, no, dude, like, la, 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 you don't have to. Like, there's a way around this. And, I, and I'm over here like, no, I'm devastated, man. Like, this is stupid. Like, <laughs> how, like, like, how did this happen? Like, why did this happen? Like, there's no way. And then, uh, and then, uh, someone in chat's like, you can glitch it. And he's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you can glitch it. He's like, all you got to do is go in and you got to go back out like immediately. 
and you'll be able to glitch it. It just moves on to the next day. It's a speed run tactic. And I was like, and so I'm trying that dude for like an hour. I'm trying to figure out, but I'm low on health. I'm low on ammo. As soon as yeah. I come in, the soldiers respawn. They shoot me. They kill me. I have to run through the whole fucking maze again to get to that <laughs> point. Die. Re- and he was like, what's that movie? Is it the edge of tomorrow yeah. where you die, you live, die, yeah. repeat? Yeah. That's exactly what I was going through. God. As Solid Snake, live, die, repeat. And then finally, finally, I was like, all right, guys, this is the last one. If I can't get it here, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. And I go in and somebody's just like, dude, just spam the shit out of down as soon as you go into that door. And I was like, all right. So I go up. I see the computer. I spam the shit out of down. My character gets stuck and I'm just being, getting blasted. And I'm like, I'm about to die. And I only have <laughs> one ration left. And it fucking glitches into the final boss. Oh, and I'm like, oh, we're here. I'm like, we're here. So I use my ration. <laughs> no, dude, I used my ration. I filled up the life that I had. I'm like, all right, it's just me and Big Boss. Here we go. And I'm like telling chat, can I use a safe state? Just in case. Nope. I don't want to go through this. And like some people were like, no. And some people were like, yeah, like it's okay. Like play it how you want to play it. In the end, I safe stated, but I didn't need to use it. I actually like, like, yeah. So I was like, I think I can cheese him if I get over here. And I just like stood in one place where like his bullets were missing me. And I just had to time the rockets that I had to shoot at him. And it was the best, one of the best streams I had. Like a lot of interaction. Yeah. A lot of interaction. A lot of people invested in it. A lot of nostalgia was kicked in. And like, yeah, seven hours later, I was just like, this fuck, a new respect for the Metal Gear on the NES system for me. Because I used to talk mad shit about it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I used to talk mad shit about it. And then after that, I was just like, you know what? Yeah, this game's not bad. Like this game's not. It's got chops. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's got chops and shit. So that was fun. So that, that was like the biggest thing. Um, that I was do uh that I did this weekend like this whole week has just been Metal Gear because I'm trying to finish up the games and whatnot but the charity Metal Gear was the biggest thing I've been watching a lot of Baywatch too uh, sure I saw this yeah. dude there's two shows that stood out for me as a kid and I have no idea why and people are like we know why because TNA and sexy and like blah 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 yeah. and I'm like I don't know because the first one is Hercules Legendary Journeys that was and great. Yeah, you know, is and it? so, and then this one. Well, not <laughs> like, because we know how Kevin Sorbo is now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Bay and Baywatch, and this is an ongoing gang. Like, I've talked to my friend about it all the time, and I'm like, yeah, dude, I enjoy watching Baywatch. Like, I remember when I first got my smart TV, and it came with one of those, like, free, like, TV apps or whatever. Yeah. Like, they had their own Baywatch channel, and I was just like, yeah, I'm here. What? I'm here. Like I'm I'm here. Like this is it. I'm just and I watched They like, made the that first... for you. That's who they made yeah. it for. <laughs> so Hulu apparently has the first six seasons remastered in HD. And okay. I'm like, let's go. Mm-hmm. So I've been watching a lot of Baywatch. Mitch Buchanan. I still gotta watch the new movie with The Rock and Zach Efron. I don't know why, oh, but no. that show and the theme song always sticks sticks out. Pluto TV, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Pluto oh, TV, Pluto, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So I've been watching a lot of Baywatch and uh, somewhere along the lines of uh, like me playing like the retro games on Friday and Saturday, it's been deemed by the community that I hate retro. Uh, somebody took a clip. Yeah, somebody took a clip 
of uh, me saying I hate Zelda and like out of context. That's all. And like and like they posted it like on our gaming like in Reddit what? and stuff oh, like that. Shit. <laughs> like yeah. So like people are just like, oh, this is the the I hate Zelda guy now. Like fine. And I'm You're on your ta- way to partner. So yeah, yeah, exactly. I was gonna say. And so I'm always. So it was even funny because, like, I, I was playing Metal Gear, and it's a retro game, and I'm like, fuck this shit, like, blah, 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 so then I see this guy hates retro. So even, um, I'm kind of, yeah, like, retro. The, yeah, right? So it was just fun. It was just, um, it was just a, a fun overall weekend with the charity, that's Metal good. Gear, Baywatch. <laughs> I, I, that's pretty much it. Like, that's all I did. It's so fucking great, and it's so fucking random. Free Taco Bell, I fucking can't complain. You know what I mean? <laughs> there you My go. God, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. great. But yeah, I'm that was a little this jealous is of your weekend. All of, so. all of the shitty lack of internet has led to this, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, this is the pinnacle. Yeah. yeah. That's what happens when you have all this energy and nowhere to fucking put it, and you're just like, yeah. what's going to happen now? There you go. But, uh, and it was fun. It was like, yeah, it was, it was, a, it was super chill, super sweet. I, I can't complain. And, um, yeah, I was, I've been looking forward to whatever, whatever shenanigans happen now. <laughs> I, I got to say, when, I didn't realize this would happen, but when you said, like, yeah, I'm playing all this stuff, but just offer up a random retro game and I'll pop it on before I do this art stream. And I was like, oh, do Road Rash. And you played Road Rash, and I was like, shit, I really like this game. I think I need to stream this game sometime soon. Like the <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> the Well, because I just got the one on Sega Saturn, and I haven't really played it yet, so yeah. it's as good of an excuse as any to play Road Rash. But that game, what did it was, though, was your reaction to the sound of the punching in that thing. Bro, that punch! I've never heard such a clean punch in a game. Yeah, and that Sega, Sega Genesis has always been notorious for having like that grungy sound, yeah. right? So every sound's just like like, and Road Rash was doing the exact same thing from the uh, the tires screeching on the on the pavement to the sound to like the police sirens and all that stuff. But the punch was just such a clean whack yeah like straight up just <laughs> whack and i'm like and you hear it yeah. like it's just like every like every sound stops for that punch <laughs> yeah whack and i'm yeah, like they paid what? real good money for that sound. It, it was Dude, great because yeah, you, you hear like the music of just like 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 clearly they clearly recorded someone punching a slab of meat or something and then it went through the genesis digitizing nonsense and it got into that game so I love it. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. No, it was. It, yeah, the the retro viewers choice uh, is always great um, because you find things like that. I had played, and I think Road Rash is one of those ones that always comes up because I feel the last three times I've done it, Road Rash came up on the Nintendo sixty four, which I thought was pretty cool. And then, and then, yeah, and then the Sega Genesis one that you just had mentioned, and I was just like, oh man, like yeah, that punch was just whack. <laughs> pretty good. That's great. Pretty good. Yeah. All right, I'll run down my re- week real quick. I didn't do, I mean, besides my streams, I didn't do a whole lot. But uh, I did work on something that I'm kind of proud of that I decided one night at midnight that I wanted to start making. And I finished it like, I haven't been sleeping very well this week. I don't know why, what's going on. I've been sleep, going to bed at like 3 a.m. and like waking up at like 8. And I'm just like, can't sleep anymore. So I don't know what's going on with me. Maybe that's but, something to do with uh, not having school anymore for some reason. Maybe I don't have like a besides work like I st- like I still wake up for work but I don't have like an obligation to like I got to do homework tonight and I got to get to bed at a good time and all that other stuff so mm-hmm. I, I I'm not complaining completely because I'm like enjoying the extra free time to make uh, stupid shit that I'm about to talk about so I made a new channel trailer and 
I got more invested. So with the channel trailer, it, you essentially have 59 seconds. They say it's a minute long, but it's just safer to make your video 59 seconds. And I made it, and I invested a lot more time into it than I thought I was going to, but I'm so happy with it. Like, I'm very, like, I've got, like, little cues with, like, I've, it's, it's, it's a video of a lot of my clips from my channel. Like, some of the best ones. Scotty's pictured it, is in it a couple times yep. with the old fart heard around the world that's how what i named that clip great that's one of my favorite clips on there i had to up the volume of the fart by the way oh so, <laughs> if i had a nickel I, every I time i heard that <laughs> did the mic pick but it up <laughs> it was, i told you i, I told you like, my brother came home and like he was over here and we were i was showing him stream set up and i brought up your channel to show him how things are set up and we watched that clip like five times in a row <laughs> 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 I fucking love it. That clip's so fucking good. But no, uh, I'm very happy with it. Uh, I used some DMCA free music thanks to Jonathan Young. It just everything fell into place and it was just working so well. I got some feedback from you guys and made a couple minor tweaks here and there. But no, I'm very happy with it. Like I don't have like the hey, I'm Tornado Jones. Welcome to my channel. Here's some cool clips. It just fucking goes. Like, it goes right in, and then I have five seconds to be like, this is my channel, this is the motto, this is what we do. Like, that's all it is. I mean, you're only given 59 fucking seconds to work with. I didn't realize how hard it was to convey your image in 59 seconds. Welcome to video editing, sir. Now you won't know why Antichrist's videos take as long as they do. Dude, I knew, I know a little bit about video editing, but the way, Chris's stuff, man, like, top quality is what his stuff is like he's getting a lot of traffic on his channel so which by the way he changed his name to scrub wars on twitch and i almost didn't know who he was yeah so. <laughs> i know he came into my channel and uh resub and it's like scrub wars resub for and it said for four months and i'm like who are you the fuck is this <laughs> do what yeah i'm like who the fuck yeah. is this do what uh, he just because i forgot he was saying he was rebranding everything to the scrub because he uses his twitch or he doesn't really use his twitch channel anymore so but uh, let me go in. Uh, I've got Metal Gear news as well. Yeah. Uh, I played Metal Gear Rising Revengeance on Monday, and my chat said, play it on hard. And Why? that game is so infuriating on hard. Not I'm not as good with the parries as I... I'm not like other... Like, I've seen some people play this game on hard, and it's fucking beautiful. But now I have to... So Metal Gear Rising Revengeance doesn't let you change the difficulty through halfway through a campaign. So I have to go back and start a new campaign under normal and get back to where I was before my stream tomorrow night. I mean, but would you rather do that or would you rather have a miserable time finishing it on hard? I would rather take the extra time and get it to where it needs to be. The game's still phenomenal. The game still holds up so well. Platinum. But... It's very good. It's so stupid, yep. though. Like, everything. Like, even the intro to the main title. It just zooms in on Raiden's eye. And then his eye opens up and it flashes red. And it zooms out and he's got his sword up. And I'm just like, this is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. And I absolutely so fucking love it. So like, good. I, like, you fight a Rex in the first level. That's been, like, modified to just whoop ass. And I'm just like, all right, let's go. I love it. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> Platinum needs no, to yeah, I, do more stuff like that. Yeah, 
that game, I remember when that came out. That game came out, and people were just talking so much mad shit about it. I have the collector's edition that comes with the uh, the oh, Raiden lamp. <laughs> yeah, the little electro oh, lamp. Yeah, that whole yeah. katana yeah, lava I, lamp I got, thing. Yeah. Yep, yep. I I got that. I got that one um, when it first came out. So it's in the little box and everything, and all that shit. So and I remember playing that game, and I told myself the same thing too. Is that like at that point in time, I was such in a Metal Gear craze, and I think that I was also doing every game like every game that was coming out i was playing it on hard to challenge myself is what i was doing and i did it with 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 uh, rising and i when Corey told me that he was playing it on hard i was just like it like just the ptsd kicked in and like i don't have you played it have you beat it before Corey? like have you played i've this never game beaten before? it oh, okay i've never beaten it i'm just saying on hard i know mode, how it ends yeah on hard mode the final boss almost drove me crazy. Like I'm switching. <laughs> yeah, like it, it almost like I remember that fight alone is is probably took me like about four hours to beat. Like it was me and my friend, and we're like, dude, we gotta do this. And you know, I'm like, we gotta. And we're like, we stopped, we came back the next day, and it was like four hours of just trying to fucking beat this guy. And then you see people that fucking do it, like, oh yeah, European extreme mode, fucking easy. Here you go, fucking three minutes, and you're like. I know, like I, I was fighting, uh, I was fighting the chick that has the arms that all connect and everything and all that. I forget what her name is, uh, Miss Dal- Mistrell or something like that. And I was just like, "What the fuck am I doing wrong? What am I doing?" Like I was just like, "What is going on?" I beat her on a whim, and I was just like, "All right, let's just keep going." But I was like, "I can't." I was, I was getting very upset, and I was like, "This isn't fair because I know I love this game. <laughs> I yeah. know I do." Like so, I gotta go back, and I'm I, I got, I'll have some time tomorrow, probably during my lunch break, and I'll get back to where I was. I'll try to beeline through it real quick. So that's uh, kind of how I felt. Well, two comments real quick on that. One, uh, having played through Bayonetta, there were definitely parts in that where I was like, not like the parries were not snapping right, and the bullet time, the the witch yeah. time, and I was just like, I know what I know how to play this game. I know how to play video games. What yeah. is going on right yeah. now? Like. <laughs> So, I know what the game wants me to do. Why is it not working? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but a, a more recent trend of that for myself is I've been playing through Last of Us 2, and I I switched over to easy real quick in that game because I was, I was literally getting, like, pains in my neck and back in the tense moments of this, like... Oh, wow. Like, hunting around... Uh, crouching around where you're being hunted for, like, 20 minutes then a moment that should be five minutes. So I'm like... I want to see where the story goes. I'm bumping it down to fucking yep. casual. I don't give a shit because I'm. It's taken me two it. months to play this game. I just want to get through it. I just want to enjoy my time. Yeah. I got I got bills to pay. I got, I don't have time to be here all day. Yeah, yeah. Even Rachel was like, maybe you you need to take a break or something. I'm like, I want to play. I love Last of Us. <laughs> I love video games. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want the challenge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nano machine, I mean, son. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my other stream, I, I did Perler beads. I finished my TMNT project uh, that I made for myself, and uh, they immediately sold. So now I gotta make them again for myself. They so, look fucking great, dude. They look I mean, fucking great, man. Who fucking knew? T- people like TMNT. So, <laughs> but no, I guess I'm back into that. Uh, what we have realized that, uh, and I, it was an epiphany on the stream. You can actually go and see me. Like the idea came into my head. Uh, everyone does the Mario Kart 8, and we talk about mental awareness and all that other stuff, or they'll play another game. I've realized that Perler Beads is that for me. 
Perler beads relaxes me. Oh. It takes my anxiety away because there's so much counting and counting for people that have OCD and high levels of anxiety. Counting soothes us. Like it's very like like numbers just make sense and they calm us down. I don't know why. It's just that's how it works for me. And there's a lot of like counting and like making sure things are in the right place. But we're I'm making Tuesday nights uh, the farts and crafts stream. I'm keeping with the name. I love it. Uh, but you can come in and just vent. Like you can come in and vent about you know you don't necessarily have to talk about like mental things that are going on. You're just like, man, my boss fucking sucks. And I'm like, tell me why your boss sucks. Get it out. Let me know. You can talk shit here. I'm not gonna call your boss. Like I'm not gonna be that person or anything like that. You can come here and you can talk shit. You wanna talk shit on me? Come on in my channel. I don't care. Like <laughs> you're still in my channel. So <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna show up one of these days drunk. I'll be like, dude, my boss sucks. And you're gonna be like, you don't even work, dude. I'm talking about Chris. <laughs> I'm talking about Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's that. No, he's not an asshole. Uh, uh, I pictured but now no. Corey opening up his uh, psychologist or. Er, a psychiatrist office and people walk in and sit down on the couch and he brings perler beads and sets them down on the table yeah, just... mm -hmm. and so what's going on how does that make you yeah. how does that make you feel one two three shit it, it, yeah it, it goes back it goes back to what we we're saying like when i was talking about the charity and the little arts and crafts thing. it's little things like this that do fucking help out yeah like legit legit like i even Watching think shit get built i had a there was a someone who came into my stream um, when we were doing the drawings on the whiteboards and she's like, you guys triggered this. And like, she started just sketching and posting pictures oh. on my discord of the stuff that she was oh, doing cool. there with us. And just like, and she's an actual artist. Like she's like, does the whole like uh V2 models and avatars and all that shit. And I'm just oh, like, Oh, and, okay. and so now, now I'm just kind of like, Hey, I might have to reach out for some commissions now too. <laughs> and it just, it just connected all well, but it's again, like, I, I think, I think, um, a lot of us, uh, we, we get too involved in so many other things because we have access to all this technology and shit that we forget yeah. that the simplest things is sometimes... I love coloring with colored yeah. pencils. It's yeah. so fun. To, it makes everything look so good and all that stuff. But it's also, too, so you... Uh, and I it just hit me. I'm just like... You guys know me. You've known me for a while. Scotty's known me a little bit longer. Have I ever been that kind of person to stream? Be like, I got to chase the fad. Like, what's going to be big tomorrow? I'm like, no, fuck that. I'm going to stream what I want to stream. Mm -hmm. And I love that. It's it's making me start to realize that, especially here at Scrubverse, and Megavisions too, but more here in Scrubverse is just like, we're doing our own thing. We're doing our own thing, and we're successful. Like, yeah. it's not like, like, well, we're not, oh, we're not like, you know, top five. We're not Joe Rogan levels, but who cares? We have yeah. people that come in here. We have a community and it just makes me feel good that we're doing things our way and it's working. Yeah. So I don't know where that, that's a tangent that just came out of nowhere. Well, well, I mean, so. <laughs> well success, success is defined by what you make it. You know what I mean? And I completely yeah. agree with what you're saying. We're out there doing, and, and I'm I'm a prime example. I always joke around this. But if you look at my early videos and stuff like that, I was very, very close to being an e-boy. Yeah. Like, you genuinely. Like, like the Fallout, like the Fallout, like Fall Guys, Call of Duty, like occasional Fortnite type of thing. I was like, let's try it out. <laughs> Because I didn't know any better. I wasn't trying to like, I just, I was like, I want to do this, but I just don't know what to do. And it started, it started off with like the retro stuff. I started playing Mega Man, I think was the first one because I was streaming off my PlayStation 
And PlayStation mm-hmm. was like, oh, you can do Twitch and like this and this and that. And yeah, Mega Man X, yeah, Mega Man was the first thing. And then like after I started like meeting other people, which was mostly like the e-girls and stuff like that were popping up, I was just like, oh, maybe I should be doing this too. And I kind of yeah. fell off and I'm just like, yeah, this isn't me. Like this isn't, I don't know what yeah, this no. is, but I don't like it. <laughs> I'm, just I'm not. Like, and I talked about this on Twitter. I bring up this picture for audio listeners who can't see it. Uh, there's a comedian that I really like. His name is Ryan Sickler. He's really funny. He's got a very distinctive laugh, and he's very, very funny guy. And on a recent episode of a podcast he was on, he said, I just want to be the same asshole in a different tax bracket. And I don't know why, but that hit me really hard. I'm just like, that's exactly what I want to be. I don't want to change. I want to do exactly what I'm doing and I just, I just want to be, in, I want us to be the same person. And I think a lot of people and a lot of streamers lose that. They're yeah. like, I gotta have a persona. I gotta do this. I gotta do this. I gotta be like, oh, it's so draining to be on stream. I'm like, bro, I literally play video games, listen to music, and smoke the herb. That's all yeah. I do. Like, I don't put on this freaking persona. And someone was like, well, that is your persona. I'm like, well, it's very natural. That's all I'm gonna tell you. Like, I don't yeah. have to earn it. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not a doctor disrespect. Yeah. I'm not a do- or all these other ones. I'm definitely not a fucking VTuber. But <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you're yourself, and that's what works out. It's like people want to see it, and that was going back to the VTuber thing. It's one of the things that I was telling uh, one of my friends because she was like doing like I think I want to do VTube, and I'm like, look, the thing about VTubing is that it's all pretty and it's all fun, but at the end, you're losing one big aspect, and that's human interaction. We're already losing it as it is because we're yeah. we because of everything that's going around VTuber is just helping that. And I think it fucks people up a lot more than they think to those that do it more power to them. It's just not something right. that I like or something I enjoy. And it's very rare. There's only a few select that I actually can support, but yeah, it's just, uh, it's wild. Being yourself is like the best thing you can do on there. And I think that's one of the things that a lot of people, uh, on YouTube, especially when they edit these videos, you're, you're only seeing the good parts of whatever they're doing. When you're on yeah. stream and you're doing live, you, you see, see everything. everything. You what you see is what you get. Yep. And when the people are not genuine, you can tell. It too. shows. Yeah. Yeah, it does. But to uh, to end out my streams, uh, Story of Seasons is still fucking dope. I love it. I named my horse that I got Mister Hands, and chat went nuts. So, <laughs> and then Mr. my Hands. wife was like, "What does Mister Hands mean?" And I was like, "Oh boy, I'll tell you." And then she goes, "I wish I'd never would have asked." Yep. So, <laughs> I want to know what Mr. Hands is. Oh, well, while you're up, and why uh, don't you go to the Tub Girls website? No, oh, no. Uh, we'll tell you later. We'll tell you when you're a little bit older, Eddie. But the <laughs> gist of it is, Mr. Hands was a guy that had sex with horses, and then it eventually killed him. Uh, there's a character. I think I've seen that. There's video. a character. No, I hope you have it. <laughs> there's a character in Cyberpunk 2077 named Mr. Hands as well. Nice. Yeah, I love it. I love. So now every time I brush my horse, it says, how are you doing, Mr. Hands? Jesus Christ. Look, chat named my fucking farm Big Dumpy Farm, so I'm naming my horse Mr. Hands. I don't think that. Okay. Shut up, Scotty. (sighs) This is how I work. I had something something positive to add to what you said earlier, but now I just don't have the will. Let's move along. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. Other than that, uh, the last thing I'm going to talk about is I got some pickups this week. I got complete inbox of Chrono Trigger on the Super Famicom. Fuck yeah! Uh, I've got it in the nice little plastic container, so I'm not going to take it out. But it's got the, you know, it's got the everything in it. It's really nice. It's got the and poster. And I got in a there? copy. I'm sorry. What was that? Does it have a poster in there? I think it does come with a poster, right? This one I don't think has the poster. Oh. No. 
I think it's just the manual with this one. So maybe I don't have completely complete in box, but I've got enough that I'm happy about it. Yeah, no, that's still so. fucking good. I want that. Pretty soon you'll have some other uh, complete in boxes, huh? Right? Yeah. Uh, Scotty found uh, us in his in his adventures of his, the garage. He found a box for a super uh, for Super Mario Bros. Two and Three, and it just hosts. It just all adds up that I have everything to make them complete. Like nice. I have either the game and the manual. But I also got a copy of Final Fantasy VI on uh, Super Famicom Complete Inbox. Just, just look at those fucking covers too, man. Like great. that box art just looks so fucking good. Yeah, very good. Yeah, there they are. There's the in very good condition. Super Mario Two and Super Mario. 3. I mean, the yeah. box is a little bent on this guy, but if you just put like foam in it, it'll be good to go. So yeah, it'd be fine. So I'm fine with that. Uh, I got both of these for right at like. $65 with shipping, I think. So, it's not too bad. I bought, I'll have an update on some uh, purchases for next week as well, but uh, both of these purchases that I have made, I have found Japanese Mercari. Ooh. So, I found Japanese Mercari, <sighs> and there's a lot of posts that will say, like, only in J- available in Japan. So, I'm like, okay, understandable. This person doesn't want to ship internationally and all that. But there's some that do ship internationally, and it's 500 yen, which is like five dollars for. It's shipping. not even five so bucks. I, yeah, I know. I'm testing it. I'm testing to see if when it does get shipped, how long it will take, and if I get charged anything extra. So, and then my other purchase was an actual Super Famicom here in the states, a complete in box, and it also. And I was like, this is 140 dollars, and I'm like, ah, oh, I don't know about that. But then it also comes with a complete inbox super Japanese Super Game Boy, which I'm like, this can't be that much. It can't justify the $140. Price charting has it at $200 complete inbox. So, I don't know. I, I'm, I bought both of them. I'm going to be able to sell some parts of it, so I won't, you know, I'll make some profit off. Not profit, but break even. But I should have a Super Famicom, and I'm very happy about that. Both of these Super Famicom have no yellowing on them whatsoever. Damn. So, like, very good condition. I've been very snooty with the Super Famicom that I want to have, and I'm, I'm happy. I'm going to be happy with the purchases, I believe. And then other than that, I haven't purchased them yet, but uh, a lot of the Berserk uh, hardcover mangas and just a bunch of mangas picking up this week, so... Very cool. Yeah, well, that's it for me. Uh, that's really it. You me. reminded me that my brother and I have come across our Pokemon cards, our old Pokemon cards. That's all I'm going to say. Better sell them. I do can. not want to get into that discussion, but let's just say, apparently, mine are first runs, so I might have some money coming my way. I don't know. Yeah. You and the fucking Disney VHSs, man. I found the match. Yeah. I, f- I forgot. Oh. I found the golden penis. What's up? That's that's what it was. I <laughs> forgot. <laughs> I was. I have my VHS. Uh, digitizing system set up to where I can put a VHS in, capture it in OBS, and it exports it and all that stuff. <laughs> I've got that situ- situated. All right. I've got the audio fixed on it, too. But the reason I said that is because I transferred the Transformers movie today. Oh, nice. You just, you sounded like but such have... a dad when you said that. I've got my digitizing system. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. The fuck but I you? have the kid rhino version. Oh, yeah. I don't have Mine's the version red. you have. So the thing is, I want you to look. Eddie, where's yours? In the bottom left. <laughs> yeah. In the bottom left, it will say it, what edition it is. It'll say like, so this one it says 1999 Rhino Kid Rhino, and then it was all based off of the 1987 movie. 
is what it'll say. But if it's just the actual 1987 movie, it'll just say 1987 on it. Mine says 1986 Sunbow Productions. You probably have a first run then. So this one has the reason I was watching because I was watching the intro and it said go to rhino.com. And I was like, wait a minute. This movie came out in 87. There was no <laughs> some fucking websites oh, back then. Oh, so you got like a repro. Okay. Yeah. I have a, like a second edition. It's kind oh, of like weird. Star Wars. But the, the actual tape itself says 87 on it. God. Maybe, I'd like know. to welcome myself to this new rabbit hole. Welcome. Yeah. yeah. So. But that's so, all I've got. I don't know if you guys have anything else. One last thing before we go on break right now. Because uh, uh, okay. Scotty said uh, you sounded like such a dad. And I, and I forgot to bring it up to you because we were talking about dad boners. Uh, last week and like the power wash thing did you know that they came out with power wash simulator yeah fuck that i want the real thing <laughs> <laughs> unless there's a special controller for it i want nothing to do with this it'll be in vr oh, soon. if it had a dreamcast power Jesus washer Christ. with it you'd love it yeah, yeah. <laughs> what does that even mean and but... then it also plays so caliber <laughs> oh shit uh you just created yourself a new gif there sir gif gif yeah there you go <laughs> I'm the only one that makes the fucking gifts here, so no one's going to do it. In this town. <laughs> I had a dad boner, and I can't remember what it was now. Oh, well. Yeah, dad boner. Get Use it, Use the phrase more. So. <laughs> all right, so uh, our first... I got three articles I'm going to discuss. They're all... They all intermingle with each other because it's all Twitch information, but... Intermingle. And uh, Yeah, right? And I'm pretty sure everyone's like, oh, God, we're talking about the Twitch stuff. Well, we kind of got to. There, it was a slow news week, and these were really good articles. So mm-hmm. uh, the first one that I wanted to bring up is Twitch has announced that it is lowering its subscription prices, but assures that streamers will still will get paid more. So basically what happened was, was Twitch announced that they were lowering their subscription prices for users that are outside of the U.S. And... Via Twitch, this is an actual quote from Twitch that you can see in this article from The Verge. It says, uh, basic description of how the incentive is going to work. Uh, Twitch will cover 100% of the baseline channel and prime sub revenue, if needed, for three calendar months, including the month of the price change. After that, we will be slowly decrease incentive payments by 25% every three months over the following nine months, totaling a 12-month period of providing revenue adjustment incentives. The last little bit of info. I mean, I don't know. You guys got something to say about that? That sounds like a bunch of fucking mumbo jumbo. It, it, I agree. It genuinely does sound like a bunch of mumbo jumbo. And I feel like they're starting off with something good where they're like, we're going to cover 100%. And then, like, later down the line, once that 12-month period or whatever they're fucking talking about ends up happening, it's just going to really bite us in the ass. As people who, depend I mean, like, you know, depend on it, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it just means you have to, like, you have to get more subs yeah. to, e- to make even on what you were making. So it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. I mean, like me, I don't, yeah. I'm in a different, I'm in a, so what's good is, yes, me and Eddie are both, I mean, we're all technically three streamers. But Eddie and I are definitely in two different categories right now. Like we're still like we we do what we want to do. That's what we do. But Eddie, you're I mean you're not I, you are more successful than me right now technically on Twitch. It's just how it is. You've been at it more. You've got awesome things that you do on your channel, and you do depend on that income. I on the Correct. other hand, I don't I don't have to. I do Twitch. Like I have a day job. My wife has a day job. We have we're fine money wise. Like, literally any money that I get from streaming, like, I just got a payout, it's going into Twitch stuff. Like, I, 
I'm a very blase kind of feel when I'm not not worried about oh I didn't make payout this month or something like that. So it's very I don't know. I see it I see it on a different wavelength than other people do. If I don't know if that makes sense. No, it, it it makes sense, and I I completely get it. It's just it's it's unfortunate. Like I understand what they're trying to do. Like I think it would have been better if they were like, "Hey, we're lowering the prices for the people outside of the U.S. that can't afford subbing or supporting their favorite content creators," and nothing's gonna change as far as what you're getting. You know what I mean? But they're right. like, I feel like the wording in here. There's something in between that's hiding, and it just kind of makes you feel like I don't trust this. Like I don't, I don't, I don't tr- yeah, I don't trust this at all. And how long will it last? And then what's next that they're gonna change? I don't know, man. But Twitch, Twitch has just been doing a lot of different shit lately, and it's just crazy. My biggest question is why? Why are they doing this? If they're doing it for actually wanting to help people outside, because so the last little bit of information I have on this article is the rollout start first in Turkey and Mexico, and then they plan to localize prices to most countries in Asia, Latin America, the Middle East, Africa, and Europe by Q3 of 2021. If they are doing this legitimately because they just want to localize everything and help viewers have a better time and not spend so much, okay, the probability of that, I wouldn't fucking bet on it. Yeah. Like, this is, how is this benefiting Twitch in the long run? That's what I'm trying to see. It doesn't say anything about the ads, though, either, so this might mean more ads. That is also possible, especially on people like streams that we can't control the ads. Mm-hmm. I remember back in the day that there would be no ads on a channel that wasn't, like, a, if they weren't affiliated. Now there's ads on everything. Yeah, yeah, which is, which is interesting, too, because I, I think we'll get into it in the next part of the article uh, when we start talking about that portion because there is something yeah. interesting about ads that I found interesting that Twitch did recently, but we'll get into that uh, when we yeah, hit the yeah. next part of the article. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about, too. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my thing is that's we're trying to hit these Twitch ones real quick, but that's basically it's like what they're doing. Why are they doing this? Are they doing they're doing this like they're not doing this on uh, the kindness of their heart. They're just not. I don't I don't believe Twitch is, but they're also they're like, hey, we did this while the backyard's burning, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. hey, we did this on the front yard, but everything else is engulfed in flames and all that. But we'll, we'll that segues into this one. So. The next article that we have is the Hot Tub Stream update and a new category. So the community, community and advertiser feedback made clear that Twitch, uh, so this is an actual quote from the article, that we need to uh, offer more ways to control the content that's recommended on as well as where ads appear. So we're introducing a new category, pools, hot tubs, and beaches. If you have, cho- if you have chosen swimwear that is allowed under the swim and beaches, whatever, TOS crap, Basically, yada, 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 yada. Now you guys have a category, so go there. That doesn't fix the fucking problem, does it? Nope, not, not at, at all. all. How not many people all. do we know that stream under the wrong category? Exactly. Exactly. People that purposely do it. Mm. Way so, too many. And the information that you were going to bring up, I'm pretty sure, was about the Twitch streamer that got her ads taken away. I don't want to yeah. say her name because I don't want to, I hate, I don't like her. And I don't want to give her publicity or advertising on this channel. So all I will say about her is I encountered her streaming for the first, the one that's named like Aurora Borealis, whatever. And it's not that yeah. at all, but that's what we're gonna call her. Um, Saturday yeah, this time of day. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Last night when I was uh, perusing Twitch because I was trying to find, I didn't feel like I was too tired to play a game, but I wanted to have something on. So I was looking through stuff, and I brought up Twitch, and she was one of the ones. I was like, 
let me see what the fuck's going on with her. Like, what's... And it was ASMR, and so I clicked on it. She's literally in a bra in front of this thing. Like, not a swimsuit, because I know the difference between a fucking swimsuit and a bra. We're talking frilly and low, and I'm like, that she... Why is that allowed? I'm talking, like, yeah, William Shatner, but... <laughs> it How just am I blew. doing this? <laughs> yeah, so... That was my first experience of her. I'm like, I can't go on in just my briefs and be okay. You know? No, so. No. And and I can tell you right now, like, people are like, well, why do they keep letting her do it? I'm like, because she fucking makes Twitch money. Like, they're not going to yeah. outright. Like, the I talked about it a few weeks ago, and I don't want to get up on my soapbox. But again, people will listen to me, and they're like, oh, this guy's an asshole. No, it's just... They got a, ba- a streamer, another streamer that I was talking about a couple weeks ago, got banned for a day. And they were all upset. They're like, what am I going to do? I'm like, you're banned for a day. Go on a fucking walk. Like, go get some mm-hmm. fresh air. You're fine. This is a free day off. Like, and talking about yeah. the other streamer that we, I don't want to, the streamer who will not be named. Uh, yeah. Sh- they figured out. Aurora Borealis. Yeah, they figured Aurora out Alice. she makes like four grand off of her ads. Or like, she makes like four grand off of subs a month or something like that. And everyone's like, don't worry. You're going to be all right. Like, you're fine. Yeah. But like it's just a little chip that she's taking. But I mean, the, the the thing that goes about this, the upsetting thing about this is like we talked about it, how a lot of people just stream under the round category. And even then, with this new category popping up, nothing's going to change. Just chatting right now is currently at five hundred and sixteen thousand viewers watching just chatting. That includes that includes people playing Pokemon cards, cooking, Grand Theft Auto. Random fucking chit chat, live concerts. Yeah, they're not switching their shit. Bikini streams. They're not switching shit. And then you go to the pools and hot tubs, and it's like at seven point nine thousand. And you're like, okay, look, this man, is I to cover their are. own asses. This yeah. is to cover their own yeah. asses so that they can say when when Twitch gets sued, they can say we had a category for it, but they didn't use it. Yeah, this is a fucking yeah. corporate response. Is what this shit is. Yeah, but very much it, so. It's just. Like, there's websites for that shit, man. Like, there are websites where you can go and, like, do a lot more than what you're doing now, which I guess some people are just like, I don't want to, like, show everything. I just want to show a little bit, and I want to get my money. I don't want to sully my name or anything. But at the end of the day, I can't be mad at the person. I have to be mad at the people that support the person. Oh, no, I hate this lady. I'm going to fucking say it right now. Just (laughs) watching 20 seconds of her tapping these yeah. dumb things while she's wearing a bra and probably nothing else. You can fucking take a long walk off a short pier because it, yeah, I, and I know, I know right. I'm hypocritical because I'm a white male in America saying that, but I don't yeah. give a shit. It's bullshit. All right. Yeah. I don't hate, I don't hate on the individuals that do it. I'm more power to them and stuff like that. But I, I guess it's just trying to figure out like where, you want to do it right but the problem is is that like twitch is the platform it's a known platform is where people can actually make it happen and it leads on to everything else because even said even said person like she has her only fans and it's the same thing as twitch like there really mm. isn't any i know difference. this is gonna sound really bad but i paid for it because i wanted to see what it was about and yeah same here. I just I, oh, paid for OnlyFans. You mean I paid or? for the OnlyFans. I wanted to mm-hmm. see what, okay. what what was this all about. I had to see the yeah. I had to see the what was behind the curtain. And I'm just like, oh, this is Twitch, but 
then I got to pay extra money for maybe the good stuff. And I'm just like, I'm not even going to chance it, man. You've already shown me what I, I know. I know what you I want. I know yep. the game you're playing. I know it. And I'm not going to get sucked into it. So, yeah. Man. The ultimate, the ultimate thing is like, it is your, it is your prerogative. It's your choice to support these people or yep. not. So it's, it's, it's what it comes down to. It's that simple. So more power yeah. to them for what they're doing. Right. Twitch putting this category there. Whoopee. It's, it's like, illegal. Gives, it's illegal yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Cause yeah. like you said, everyone's just going to stick with yeah. just chatting. Cause that's how it is. So, yeah. but right. I have good news. I have good Twitch news. So I bring comes, it comes in the thirds. So transgender will become more than uh, 350 new tags that Twitch is adding next week. The platform thanked its trans community for pushing for a transgender tag and admitted that the simple truth is we should have done this sooner. No fucking shit, Twitch. Twitch yeah. reportedly says it resisted adding j- uh, transgender jag over concerns about targeted harassment. Okay. Okay. That's... Never mind. You can say yeah. it. That's stupid. That's just like, fucking stupid. And I notice more of this stuff because my brother and I have other friends in the armed forces, but I saw a commercial recently that was, I don't remember what it was for, but it just had an emblem on it that said, we hire veterans. Not even we hire disabled veterans, just straight up, we hire veterans. And I'm like, what the f- you shouldn't have to have a, you shouldn't have a badge. That's the same as someone saying like, I'm going to break through the glass ceiling. I'm like, you just recognize it and like, backtracked about 20 years by acknowledging <laughs> that it is there just yeah. do what you need to do like this is just as bad as we hire veterans okay was there a time when you were not doing that yeah, what when the fuck you <laughs> like yeah yeah it's just so, well, um, but no that's good uh a lot of, throughout it i think there's ah, shit there's a big ass list that you can go and find but among them uh some of them are going to be transgender black disabled veteran vtuber and uh, ally references from the LTG, oh, hold on, LTGBTQIA tag in favor of an, a standalone ally tag. So they, um, they added more letters? So the A is ally, which means you're an ally of the entire group, I think. I don't know. Because I know it used to be LGBTQI+. Gotcha. No, I think it was just LGBTQ. Plus. Oh no! I have it right the here. I yes, it says LGBT. Well, it's the new one, I guess. So, yeah, it is. Oh, this I uh, this is really amazing, and it reminds me of when I was watching a streamer once, and they had in their title that they had. It, it, part of the title of the stream was mild Tourette's, and I was like, "Why would you need to have that in the title?" But I was like, "Oh yeah, there's no you yeah, can't like no pick tag that tag for it." So unfortunately, it takes up like thirty characters that you'd mm-hmm. be using better there's... in the title of your stream and stuff. There's a streamer I follow. Her name is Sweet Alina, and I think she has Tourette's, and uh, she has a lot of. That tics. might be who that was. She does a lot of ticks. She does a lot of chirps and like clicks and stuff like that. And yeah. it's very interesting to watch her. I like watching her when she starts talking about like what it is and like what she. Because I mean, she's had some times where she's just like, "All right, I got a bunch of new people. Let me tell you guys what I'm about." So, it's cool, and I like it when she because like it's sometimes when she gets super excited and then just says fuck this game she's like no i meant that one like that's fine (laughs) (laughs) no she's pretty pretty awesome but no this is really good news i'm curious i need to actually go through and see uh the entire list uh but we need more tags there's a lot of times where i'm just like why is there not a tag for this this is weird i think i don't think there was always a retro tag either until a couple maybe months ago or something like that but this Mm -hmm. is good 
this is good. This is a good thing. Twitch did a good yeah. thing here. So, but that it took forever. It took <laughs> yeah. forever, and they were addressing a bunch of other bullshit. But yeah, this is definitely good. Yeah. So, well, there you go. What do we, What do you got, Eddie? What did you bring to the table? Uh, this, what I'm bringing to the table is just because, uh, like you said, there was really nothing going on right now, and we're gonna breeze through this but apparently microsoft and bethesda are just making it a point that they are combining forces even more so by having a joint e3 conference this year is what they're going to be doing so the news was revealed in an interview with left figaro where xbox game studios head matt booty said the two (laughs) companies will share the spotlight during e3 2021 following Microsoft's landmark 7.5 billion acquisition of zenimax we talked about that earlier in in a couple weeks ago it's just it's interesting it's just very interesting because it's uh it's one of those things where like we were ta- we talked about it with the limited run too and i just feel like this is more pushing towards the exclusivity of some of these games that are going to be happening on xbox and the reason why they're teaming up is for that timed exclusives including probably elder scrolls 6 and um the other one that i with uh, starfield yeah. is i feel like they're going to be pushing for and I'm kind of pro about this because it's been a while since we've seen a lot of these games kind of like just be exclusives. I'm all for different consoles and like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, not the console war per but se. But the competitiveness. But competitiveness. Yeah, it, keep, it, keeps the, the, it keeps everybody else to be a little bit better. You know what I mean? So we'll see. We'll see what ends up happening. E3 is always a great event. We'll see if there's any surprises for them. I know people are expecting something. So, um... Yeah, I don't know. We'll see how this goes. I mean, goes. Haru, Haru's in the chat right now. He brings up a good point. He said, might mean that the Xbox conference will be longer and the presentation will be more consistent without repeat announcements. I'm 100% for that. Yeah. I'm tired of all that shit. Yeah. But. That's absolutely true. Yeah, because each one, like, that's what ends up happening. It's just, like, most of these companies end up having, what, like, four-hour yeah. press conferences or Something whatever. like that, yeah. You know what I mean? And then, like, you really only care for, like, about an hour's worth of actual content that's being provided there. Yeah. So Here's your announcement. Yeah, no, I'm going to show that you, too. like, the demo 40 times. So. Yeah. So, no, I think it's good. I think it's good. I think it's uh, something uh, definitely interesting, especially with the uh, with the event itself just changing completely. Because I believe this is going to be a digital one, too. So Yeah. I mean, I also, yeah. this wasn't a super big surprise because, like, you know, Microsoft just did the ZeniMax deal, like you said, and all that stuff. So I was like, yeah, they'll probably do something. Yeah. So. I just think, yeah, I just think it's more capitalization on everything that Microsoft is doing and putting everything under a bubble, you know, or under the umbrella. And I and I wouldn't be surprised if Limited Run is also involved in some of this, too. I mean, I'm for it. Uh, Limited they... Run. Go ahead, Scotty. Limited Run has their own E3 thing that they do called LRG3. Okay. Um, and they kind of... The, it, it's sort of mocking E3 a little bit because they do like a fun green screen thing and whatever. Kind of like Revolver. Um, but... I, yeah, but not to that extent. But they do have their own thing. Um, but I, I'm sure this could affect it in some way, shape, or form. Actually, this could be a really positive thing somehow for Limited Run because Microsoft is so shitty about their small um, runs of get, what what yeah. is the word I'm looking for the terminology it, or whatever uh, like distribution. it's 
yeah, distribution amount or whatever. Yeah. So maybe this in some way, shape or form will help uh, limited run and like strictly limited run. Oh my God. All those games. Sorry. I don't, maybe I shouldn't have taken a break. <laughs> my nah, brain's dying now. Good, <laughs> but no, it's interesting yeah. too, because every time I see limited, like, so what I wanted to say was double dragon neon just got an announcement from limited. Oh run, my God, and I'm dropping yeah. $85 on that fucking collector's edition. I need my chat. I need my statues of Bimmy and Jimmy. I just need them. So, yep. Yep. Uh, it, the soundtrack too. Let's be honest. Like the tape yeah. reminder yeah. is a pencil, and it's fucking great. Mango Tango, Mango Tango, yeah, so Tango. good. And uh, what is it? Yeah. Uh, Glad I am. That's a really good one too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what is this? Some kind of science lab? But uh, it's uh, <laughs> no, it's gonna be good because a lot of times whenever you see posts like that, everyone's like, "Wish it was coming out on Microsoft or on Xbox." So I think there might be some big announcement between Limited Run and Microsoft yep. to be like, "Hey, we're finally putting shit on there." Because there's got to be something yeah. going on. There's something holding it up. I, I think they. I think just genuinely, they're going to really focus on the exclusivity of everything that they're bringing onto the table. Not only are you going to be like Halo, Gears of War, Perfect Dark, but now you're going to be throwing the exclusive or the timed exclusive of these Bethesda games. Because even the article says it. We're like. Uh, Phil Spencer stating that these games will be exclusive to platforms where Game Pass exists, meaning PC That's and it's... Xbox systems. Uh, Switch. Yeah. Isn't yeah, neither, yeah. Isn't on there? Well, yeah, that's true. The Switch, yeah. yeah so they just yeah, neither neither directly screwed yeah, over right. Sony in more ways than one. <laughs> yeah, and then neither Microsoft nor Bethesda have explicitly confirmed that the Elder Scrolls Six or Starfield will not come to PlayStation. So it's kind of like taking a big jump like, on PlayStation. I feel, I feel like that's what they're doing. They're just like, hey guys, this is what yeah, we got. Them. I don't have it. A might come yet. to you. Yeah, it might come to you, but I'm not telling. Like, I'm not telling. Like, hey, we paid the big fucking bucks. (laughs) We paid the big bucks for this exclusivity, and we're going to fucking utilize it. So that's what we said when when we were talking about the first ZeniMax talks about the deal and all that, is Sony needs to, like, they have a lot of in-house small developers that they purchased, like Insomniac Games and all that other stuff. But they need to start making more exclusivity deals. Like, they don't have enough. Like, they got Spider-Man. They got Demon Souls. They got Returnal. What am I missing here? Spider-Man. Oh, like, recently? Spider-Man. I mean, those are, like, like the recently? main ones, right? On the PS5. Uh, Last of Us, Uncharted. Uh, I mean, it, oh, no, that are already yeah, are, out are, are, now, are, are, you mean? Yeah, that's what... Yeah, are we talking about current? Or are we talking about, like, future? I mean, I you guess know, just, like, in general. Like, in general, they, I don't think they have as many exclusives as it could be for Microsoft. Currently, yeah, that's to right. say. Currently, the PS5 has nothing to offer uh, think, as far as Returnal, as... right? Because Returnal's only on PS5. Uh, it's got Astro's Playroom or whatever it's called. I forget the name of it. Yeah, there you go. Astro's, yeah, no, so yeah, Dude, it's only that game Returnal? like sold consoles. It's not a bad game. That Astro really? game, huh. yes. I mean, it, yeah, it, I say it's got... it, I say it sold consoles, but it was packaged with the console. But people were saying like, you need to experience the controller. That's what this thing is made for. Blah blah blah. Like the Wii Sports of it, essentially. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, as far as like actual like PS5 exclusive, it's just Returnal and Demon Souls because even Spider Man Miles Morales is available on the PS4. Right. So it's not a legitimate PS5 I game. I guess you're still Sony though. I guess that's what I was trying to get say about. But yeah. No, I mean that's good. Let's see what fucking happens. Let's do it. Let's yeah. do crazy shit. Let's make. Fun. Yeah, Sony hasn't really been trying. I mean, they've been trying. They haven't just given up. But at the same time, maybe this will light up, light something under their butts for them to try anything yeah. newish. We kept saying keep them on edge, that Microsoft yeah. is going to have to do something 
to make an imprint in this next generation. And I think this is this is some steps towards that. Is what I really think it is. So I don't know. Yeah. But all right. <laughs> Scotty, where can I get uh, a re 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 release of Sonic Three and Knuckles? <laughs> I got a fun Knuckles. little. Well, you make that joke, but there hasn't been a quality re-release in a while, and that's what we're going to kind of talk about here. Okay. Miss and Mister Haru can back me up with this now that he's in the chat as well. Yeah, and uh, actually, if Happy Dude's still in the chat, he wrote this article for Megavision, so plugs everywhere. Um, but Sonic Three and Knuckles re-release rumors are sprouting. Uh, Zippo recently had a blog post, and one reason I bring up Zippo is he who he is who leaks the Donkey Kong news that you guys talked about last week. Yes, um, he is. So yeah, he's also okay. so what what he did recently in his blog post. Uh, it's a picture of the Sonic Three logo, and it says it's back. And I promise you that I'm not shitting you. It was <laughs> thought to be impossible, but it's coming. There will be some changes though, more soon. And so th- there's uh, some other bullet points I mentioned within that post. Uh, they said they're now allowed to use Sonic 3 in promotional materials again, which is why the Sonic 3 Tiger game system got a re-release last year. Can't get into full legal legal logistics today, but there was a changing of the guard at the Jackson Estate in 2018, and that led to talks opening up again. So, quick background on Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Um, Michael Jackson had a lot of involvement with Sega yes. in the 90s. There was the Michael Jackson Moonwalker game, but he did contribute, and he initially... Um, some things were confirmed. I don't know if it was confirmed that he did the full soundtrack to Sonic 3, but there are a lot of tracks within that game that you can take and see like, oh, this is the exact chord progression, exact melody, and a couple of uh, different MJ songs. And then, you know, I think everybody knows that Michael Jackson has had an interesting career and interesting what? life. <laughs> and so a lot of things revolving around that. Sega's like... Let's dial back our involvement with him yeah. um, all but entirely. And so they did. And But, you know, music rights are... We're all Twitch streamers. We know about the bullshit rights of music on the internet now. So Sonic 3 and Knuckles has not really been released in a solid form with a full soundtrack since... Uh, what did I have it on here? do 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 there was a the 2011 collection on Steam, but even still, that one has mixed reviews. Uh, the two games are long overdue for comparable re-releases overall. With the full soundtrack and everything, added bonuses would be nice as well. And now, so what it is is... Oh, go ahead. Well, what I was going to say was chat, chat brought up a good point, and I think you'll agree with him too. I think you're about to get into that, is like the, uh, the music might be redone like recompose and hopefully it's like T-Lopes or something like that. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So don't interrupt me. No, I was literally <laughs> about to say that. So I know it's just, um, we got to break it up a little bit. So, <laughs> uh, but what it is, uh, another, another factor now, as of recording this May 23rd, exactly one month from today, I believe is June 23rd, Sonic's 30th anniversary. That's true. Um, so they've been hinting at stuff here and there last year, the CEO, Eno. Oh boy, Gerskovich mentioned the company has exciting Sonic-related news that he can't wait to that they can't wait to share. And so overall, this is a big deal because music rights are all kinds of different types of bullshit uh, in different industries, and mm-hmm. it could—I don't want to say it could be solved with this, but they really should get T Lopes in there or somebody else to do just re-record things. Just do what's that? Hyper potions. <laughs> sure, why not? And uh, what's interesting is this reminded me how uh, recently 
Taylor Swift, the pop star, she <laughs> re-released, re-recorded stuff of her own songs because she does not have ownership over the first couple of albums. Like those, oh. even though those are her songs, it's not her music legally. So right. she has re-recorded them to make them her own and gain ownership again of her yeah. own material. It's like the shit um, that happened with the Clash. I think it was the Clash. The, the, yeah, it's this isn't anything new at all. Yeah, so it it's cool and it's in. It's awesome because these are like the Sonic games that people have as their favorite because it's kind of when they honed in on stuff. It yeah. was, it's different from just Sonic 2. And it's a good I know game. blasphemy to not say Sonic 2 is the best game. But for myself, Sonic 3 and Knuckles is definitely my favorite. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's really cool. And one last thing I'll mention about this, the, the, the leaker Zippo, he's had leaks proved correct in the past. The stuff about Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 remakes... Uh, that never came to be because they were in talks with those when Sonic Boom released. And when Sonic Boom failed as much as yeah. it did, they totally nixed the remakes product projects. That, that sucks. So, yeah. Those games with, like, fixed cameras would be... Not, like, fixed cameras, yeah. like, in Resident Evil, but let's just, like... Cameras that work right. So, <laughs> it would be yeah, really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, it's interesting because I just never realized that I, I like right now when we're talking about this and I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Like, I'm like, this game has been re-released multiple times and I'm like, it has, it's in the Genesis mini. And I'm like, no, it's not. No. And I'm like, I'm like, what about the Sega Genesis classics collection? No, it's not. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, (laughs) is this your Berenstain Bears or whatever? (laughs) Like you didn't know. Well, no, no. The the thing, the thing about it is the thing. Yeah. The thing that tripped me out, was like, cause I'm like, I know it's on my Genesis mini. Well, because I added. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Because right, I yeah. added, it. and that's why I was like, right now, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. the The thing with me personally with this is like, I've never thought about it because I've always I routinely play my Sega Saturn and Sonic Jam on there as a collection yeah. of those games. It has a much lesser, not much lesser, but not the greatest soundtrack. It like wasn't the best conversion of the tracks and everything but like so i've never thought about like oh yeah i could just play this on that i'll just hook up my genesis and and i have to remind myself like scott you are it is 2021 people are not playing those consoles (laughs) in the general public like you are they should (laughs) be (laughs) they want their they want their um genesis mini they to have it they want steam to have the latest and greatest update you know all that stuff so yep 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 um Good news. I, I hope both of all the rumors that we've heard for the last two weeks are going to be true then, because I will play the shit out of them. So Yeah, it could be really cool, and I think it would just be nice to have them on something updated <laughs> and maybe add, oh my god, I can never remember the term. Quality of life there you changes go. to uh, it. Haru in the chat oh. says, quote, we're pleased to announce we've remade Knuckles Chaotix. Thank you for coming today. <laughs> I would buy whatever that is put on. <laughs> I knew you would. So it it's another victim of circumstance game. Yeah. yeah but so. no. Ended with some good news. So there we go. Three we all had I had two bummers, but then I redeemed myself with the last one and then we had two good news ones. I think that's a might be a first for us. Where we have all good news. Yeah. Well the icebreaker wasn't good news, so well fuck me. So That's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> All right, well, that's it for the news. Switch on back over. We're going to go to questions now. So if you have a question for us, the best way to do it is you should email us at scrubversepodcast at gmail.com. If you have not done that and you are in the chat right now, you can go ahead and at us at scrubversepodcast in the chat with your question. Or 
The best way, one of the best ways to ask us, we just did a double one, which I'm fine with, is yeah. to join our Discord where you can ask questions a week ahead of time. And you can see all the news that we could potentially talk about. And you get to meet a lot of really cool people that are in there, too. So there you go. Uh, yeah. We have one question so far in the Discord uh, before anybody else asks in the chat. This one is from Mr. Haru, Gen 8 veteran. When I went to a private school, Pokemon games slash trading cards were things you weren't allowed to bring. And we were actively discouraged to get into them because Pokemon was an, quote, unholy game series. We know that's far from the case, but it never stopped anyone regardless. My question for you guys is, has there been anything you ended up becoming a big fan of that you initially rebelled against that Guardians or your parents or others told you not to play? I was trying to show the Slammer because they were banned in school because they promoted gambling. Pogs were. Yeah, um, I guess you're right. Oh, yeah. shit. Let's drop that thing. It's not light. What do you mean I'm right? I am right. They were banned. <laughs> I, I they I don't I don't know if they were banned down here. Oh, they they were in my school for sure, like thousand percent. They were. I mean, they, I'm in the south. That shit. There was probably some teachers in the back making money off of pogs. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't doubt that. So the question is, did we get into something because it was cool to hate it, essentially, or? Uh, you initially rebelled against it because your parents or your guardians told you not to play. So you're just like, I'm gonna play this just uh, because they told me not to. I got it. Uh, well. I don't know if there's anything that I got into because I was told not to. I There was stuff that I kept up with and wanted to keep up with more because I was told not to. Like just reading Goosebumps books um, yeah. that certain... I don't think my parents cared, but certain did not care about it. Uh, or I did not care for it and thought it was the devil. It was just that week's Satan worshipping yeah. thing, you know. I got... Um, I got... What was it? My parents, my mom didn't want me watching horror movies, so mm -hmm. I rebelled real fucking hard against that, and now I'm a huge horror movie fan. Like, it's just how it is. Uh, I do remember, no one ever told us not to read it, but I do know there was the controversy around Harry Potter when it first came out with Satanism yeah. and all that shit. Right. Those books are good. I like those books. Those are really good books. For the age group that they're intended, like I mean, not even intended for. I reading it as an adult, they're fine books too. But uh, no, I'm trying to think. And he's I mean, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really. I didn't. My mom didn't like me watching wrestling, but I would still watch it when I got older. She's like, I didn't. She didn't like me watching wrestling, and she didn't like me playing with toy guns. So, mm. initial. So I totally was like, I want Nerf guns. I want water guns. And she's just like, I don't want you to have guns. And I'm just like, all right, whatever. <laughs> but no, like, she didn't want me to have anything satanic. I was not allowed to play Doom when I was younger. I was not allowed to play Doom. But I fucking yeah. did. Like, I'm a rule breaker, man. What about you? I Eddie? don't know. Yeah. Eddie? No, you can go ahead and Scott. Okay. <laughs> I've got, got a whole set of, I got a, okay. this is what I actually I can talk about, like, Oh, in, nice. in depth okay. type of thing Sweet. yeah i i will say this then it's not that it was banned but there was there's been stuff that i've enjoyed more because people think it's crappy it's shitty so not that it's bad for me and yeah. i'm own, i mean Corey knows most of the games i'm into and that's probably half the reason why because <laughs> they're bad but i enjoy them yeah i think i mm, Oh, actually, this ties into what Eddie was talking about last week with Duke Nukem, and I'll, I'll lead into telling the story real quick of my friend Anthony and I playing Duke Nukem Forever before it was released to the public, 
because uh, Corey, you mentioned that I had a story. So what this was, Eddie, uh, aren't you in Seattle or somewhere over there? Or me? Yeah. No, he's aren't over you there. on no, the I... West Coast. Though I am on the West Coast. Yes. Okay. Did you ever go but, to PAX uh, Prime yeah. or PAX Seattle? No. Didn't okay. Ask. There was one year that my buddy Anthony and I went as as we were both of us enjoyed Duke Nukem 3D a lot and we were playing it together uh, on and off and we got into PAX and we enter the way you enter PAX is like you're at the top of an escalator and you can see the entire floor which is amazing and we saw off in the distance this big square like sectioned off thing and it had walls and it had pictures and we saw the radioactive symbol and we're like is that Duke Nukem? <laughs> Duke Nukem forever? Duke Nukem forever. Yeah. Duke Nukem forever? So, you know, yeah. didn't get to play it the demo until Sunday where uh, we waited in line for four hours still and did, like, shifts and made, like, uh, line line buddies, basically, <laughs> like, doing bathroom shifts and food runs and stuff. But That's how I we played this. it. Yeah. <laughs> we played Duke Nukem forever. We thought it was great. You know, Randy Pitchford was selling it to us. Um yeah. And, you know, he seemed like a cool guy because he was doing his job and we got to meet him and shit. Yeah. But and then Duke Nukem Forever came out and I legitimately enjoyed it. Like I had a good time with it because the game kind of had to exist also. And then it was getting shit yeah. on left and right. Yep. And people were just saying, this is a game that was made for 96. It should have come out in 96. It's 20, whatever. Go fuck yourself now. And so <laughs> I'm like playing and enjoying it. And I'm like, I don't know what the hell your problem is. I just have fun with video games. Sorry, guys. And then I tried to play yeah. it again recently. It is not good. It's actually not a good game. It's not the greatest <laughs> game in the world. But I could probably sit down and play it again. But I think everybody's hate for it fueled my love for it because yeah. like i wanted to and i don't know if that comes from like my sort of punkish musical background here and there but like i wanted bit. to like this more and more the more shit people gave it so it wasn't that it was banned i never really i never liked duke nukem because everybody's like he's talking to strippers nah you know yeah. i didn't care about that stuff i just enjoyed the gameplay of it duke nukem as a character is a piece of shit but the games are fun. <laughs> yeah. That, so, trailer, that opening credit or the opening sequence of that game is on my personal stream channel. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. But so I don't know if that's kind of the same thing, but also like I'll play any Duke Nukem 3D version. I've owned that game so many different times. I wanted to kind of holler back to what you were saying about it, Eddie, with your love of it. Did you play the um, World Tour whatever anniversary edition of it at all? I did. I think that's the one that's on the... Uh... It's the most recent release of Duke Nukem 3D. So, like, it... Um... Have I? I want to I say that I have. Because I remember the World Tour one. Because that's where he goes, like... It's like three games in one, right? Basically? Well, they added... With World Tour, the big thing on that is they added never-before-release levels that were made mm. by the original devs. And there's also commentary on those new levels and some older stuff as well. Oh, then um, no, I haven't played it yet. Oh, yet. you got to check it out. Yeah. Like, I'm a sucker for... I will literally buy movies that I'm sort of into, but if they have commentary for it, I will get that Blu-ray. Like, you should definitely yeah. check out the World Tour. Um, I want to say it's like 20th or 15th anniversary edition of Duke Nukem. As much as I don't want to support Gearbox, <laughs> you should definitely check out that version just for the commentary. Dude, it's really I, fun. I, I think I do have this one. It's really cool. I, Yeah, I'll, 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 we'll find out. <laughs> no, yep, I do. No, I just okay. I went I went to the PlayStation Store and it says Duke Nukem 3D 20th Anniversary World Tour. Download from library? Yes. There you go. <laughs> that's that's one of the two games I've actually platinumed on PS4, but uh oh, yeah. yeah, it's I recommend it 
the commentary is pretty fun to hear them talk about all the nonsense they put into that game. So right there on, you go. Right on. Yeah, no, there as, as far as like, did I get into something or did I, um, I can't say that I have my, my family was always pretty open about all the things like wrestling, horror movies. Like there was never one thing that's like, you can't get into that. I think like the only thing my mom would always be like, you can't dye your hair and you can't get tattoos type of deal. Like, you know, <laughs> but other than that, like pop culture and like, everything was open free game nothing was like yeah but there was a part in that question i guess that like the things were banned i remember in elementary there was like this weird wave of things that were always getting banned um including the little flipboards the little skateboard flipboards yeah, oh yeah tech decks yeah the yeah the tech decks the fingerboards uh yo-yos for what for whatever reason was like a big thing when i was going yeah. like the yo-yos yeah people were <laughs> yeah. just going crazy but the huge thing, the huge thing for me, and like that's when you guys were talking about when you brought up the pogs earlier, and then you're showing off your slammer right now, and this question came up. I was like, okay, I can talk about this because I have this little like bucket right. that I've had that's just full of pogs. And you just throw as them you can everywhere. See them falling, yeah. <laughs> a waterfall, yeah. and yeah, that just waterfall everywhere. And so I, I don't know why I held on to these things. Some of them were actually really cool, and I want to say one of my nephews got into it, and they got kind of scattered brain and stuff like that, but I still have some interesting ones because I have the, uh, like, the slammers, but, like, the yeah. universal ones. I don't know if you guys can see. I did you ever have, did right you have the ones that, like, smelled like bubble gum? They had two places for yeah. your fingers on them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yep. never did yeah. pogs. I don't know I'm, what you guys am... are talking about. If I wasn't sure now, I'm pretty confident uh, that Eddie and I are the exact same age and just went to the same school in different states. <laughs> I love yeah, it. Yeah, no, and, it, and I remember this became such a huge thing. It was banned yeah. because in school, because uh, people would start playing like during classes. People would like not go to class, would not go right. back to class like during recess. And it even got to a point where eventually they had set up pog stations like after school like you can only play pog but only after school and he has to be at this station and then he needed to be supervised because a lot of the a lot of the time people were coming in and just doing the uh it was fucked up kids are gonna be kids right yeah and kids yeah. are playing with their pogs and this guy comes in and just goes black magic and he just steals your pogs and you're like it's an unwritten rule man you can take them back from me but you gotta catch me slipping, and it ain't gonna happen. So wow. it became this huge thing. I don't know what. And that's when I stopped. <laughs> that's okay. when I stopped. So pogs, real quick. Yeah. It's tiddlywinks, but what it is, you have the slammer. You set up a stack of your pogs and your buddy's pogs. Corey, okay. if you and I are playing pogs, say you've got five, you want to gamble. I've got five, we want to gamble. We put them down, face down in the same stack. Okay. We come in with our slammers. I go first. I smash it on the pile. Whatever lands right side up, I get those pogs. And then you go, yeah. and whatever lands right side up, you get those pogs. Do you so kids it? literally, no, you oh. get what landed. You get what so landed. So you want to go up. first? Yeah. So yeah, there, there were yeah. different ways you could determine who would go first and whatever rock paper scissors or whatever. But so I mean, yeah. So this what this is definitely like a hundred percent gambling. Kids yeah. were losing their toys to people that were figuring out different mm -hmm. systems and stuff. So you can see, yep. as an adult, I understand why they banned it. I mean, that's that's smarter to have a designated area because yeah, if you ban something, kids will want to do it more. But if you have, it's kind of like having building more skate parks so the kids don't fuck up benches and stuff you know like have yeah. a designated area and time that kind of makes sense but to give you the quick 411 on pogs i had it just dawned on me we got in trouble uh in like ninth grade because we would play Yu Gi Oh, but we would bet a card 
whenever we oh, did matches. And we, right. this one kid always lost, and he finally got a good card, and he bet it, and he lost it, and he went and told the teacher. And Piece of shit. we got in fucking trouble, and we couldn't play Yu-Gi-Oh! in Homeroom anymore. So It's all, it's all it takes it's is like, one. It's like, that's why I got that card, and I'm not giving it back to you. So. Yeah. Yeah. But no, dude, like, it's, yeah, Pogs was a very interesting. I was pretty deep in it. I used to have a bunch uh, of them, and this is just what I was able to salvage of the little ones that I have. But just the pop, the pop culture references in some of these are, are great, because the universal ones that I have, are were only exclusive to McDonald's. So like if you see the back of them, what? like McDonald's was actually yeah, oh. like you know oh, what I mean? Oh, it's got the imprint. I see it. Yeah. Yeah, Damn. it has the imprint right there. Whoa. And there was different style ones. There was different Scott styles so and different intrigued. sizes. <laughs> so it, like the slammers, like the ones the universal ones are like metal, you can Yeah, yeah. Hear that? Yeah, but there's a like, fatter one. There's like is, a fatter one. And I'm holding up one that's beefy and this is like fucking brass or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> plastic metal yeah it's it's just wild dude and like yeah they had like different ones like the you know back to the future earthquake they had a like just random poison ones like why because it was the 90s and shit and i'm I'm telling you dude like i remember i used to have like these are the ones that like make me laugh like they're trying to be like politically correct or not politically correct but like be smart don't Don't play near (laughs) like don't play near stoves yeah yeah okay Did you have the little machine that would make them? Like, you would, like, essentially, like, stamp them out and make your own pogs out of stuff? No, I did not have that one. I did not have that one, unfortunately. But, no, yeah, man, it was fun, dude. And I remember... You guys are weird. It was a big big (laughs) thing for me, yeah. (laughs) Pogs. That's why I remember... I remember when, uh... Pogs when, mean something different nowadays. So, <laughs> well, that's that's what I'm saying. When I first came to, when I first uh, started doing the whole Twitch thing, and somebody said Pog, I was right. like, "We're talking Pogs, <laughs> not that Pog." Like, <laughs> dope. Oh yeah, I was completely wrong. Yeah, I did not know what it was. But yeah, it. no, I love Pogs. I never got really into. Like I said, I can't, I can't say that there's something I just <laughs> liked because other people hated it. But I, I will say that I've hated things. Because other people don't, because other people did like it too much. The hype trains, yeah. Like I was against Attack on Titan for uh, you were such a long RE8. time. I was against RE8, yeah. Because once that hype starts happening, I'm just like, yeah, I'm good. Pass. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I but, will say that hype does ruin stuff for me pretty quickly, pretty easily. Um, and 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 that was to the nth degree working at GameStop because you're told to plug all oh. these games that are so great and it's just like god damn yeah. i don't I, I don't yeah. i'm not gonna tell anyone to buy call of duty it's not i don't care yeah i i remember you mentioned your local video store i still remember the name of mine that was called video showcase and that's where my brother and i would go to get our pogs um yeah. and stuff like that yeah. besides blockbuster we had video trek and movie gallery mm-hmm. so yeah good stuff but no though. there we go so we got one coming in from uh, actually Haru's got another one that he asked in the chat, and I don't want to lose it. So he says, "With conventions coming back in the near future, do the world wait? Due to the world healing from the pandemic, what is a great or favorite memory you have from convention that you went to, and who would you want to meet?" I'll go ahead and go first on this one. Uh, wait, what? Okay. So, what was your favorite convention memory, and who is someone that you would like to meet at a convention? I don't really have anyone particularly that I'm over meeting people at conventions. I think I, I, cause you I, met I, me. 
Well, no, yeah, that's well. I, I say I'm over <laughs> that, but I also stood in line to meet Pat and Wooly from Super, formerly yeah. of Super Best Friends, for like four hours. Which I have to thank them because that's who how I met Connor, Chris, and Jason, aka Kusanagi. So they're they're the reason that I'm part of Scrubverse and I know Megavisions. So like, and I work for Megavisions. So, but I can't think of anyone now that I would want to meet. Like, I'm kind of over the meeting thing. I don't want to wait in the line. Like, if I were just to pass them and be like, hey, man, how you doing? That's a different story. I mean, I don't know. But uh, my favorite convention memory is probably it's probably just MAGFest of last year. MAGFest was fucking amazing. And I'm mad that I didn't go to the Proto. I, got, I drank all day, and I got tired, and I didn't go to the Proto Men concert. <laughs> and Scotty was fucked up. So <laughs> fucked up. You were drunk. You were getting there. <laughs> Magfest Proto Men show. Yeah, when you oh, had your yeah, phone yeah, yeah, and you yeah, danced yeah, yeah. through a bunch of group of people. Um, no, that was I was drunk by the time Scottoon came on because I was thinking about going oh, to wow. a tournament, and instead it was Scottoon Network. And then I made you buy their merch. Yeah, I bought a three XL <laughs> shirt that I haven't been able to wear. <laughs> well, cut it up, put it on a. Sweater. I got the beanie. Though. I don't know why nice. you're. This is not a weight joke, but you're three times my size. I don't know why you gave into my peer pressure. I wanted to support the guy because you said his music was really cool. So it is, and they yeah. do good stuff. Um, yeah, that was a good time. I oh shit, oh, I got mine right now. Um, it my my favorite convention. I've got tons because the best parts of PAX East have always been before we got smart and had enough money and enough foresight to buy plane tickets. The first two year, the first two years my crew of like 10 to 12 people, we would drive from Pennsylvania up to Boston. So it's anywhere from a, a 10 to 14 hour drive, depending on the weather. And yeah. those were always fun. Like the road trips themselves were fun, but probably my favorite convention memory overall was when I was working at GameStop and MAGFest got pushed back to a February date. And um, I was the assistant manager at my store. So store manager gets first dibs on when they call off and stuff. And my store manager was out the week leading up to MAGFest weekend. And so he came back. His day back was that Friday. And so uh, I had the opportunity to call off Saturday, Sunday, at least. Maybe Monday. I don't remember. But I literally said to my buddy AJ uh, the week before, I'm like, hey, I just learned of this convention. Uh, Brawley's going down because he's got his game Tofu Tail at a booth. It's music and games, MAGFest thing. I don't really know much about it, but you want to go check it out? He's like, yeah, I'm down. This was when both of us were single, by the way. Um, yeah, but, uh, it's a little bit easier. <laughs> so I was like, well, but the plan's got to be like, we have a closing shift, so I'm going to be done at 9.30. If you want to just park in the parking lot, we'll get in my car, fucking gun it four hours down to Maryland. You want to do this? He's like, yeah, let's go. So we did do. that. We fucking drove down there. We get down there at like 12.30, and my roommate at the time, he greets us outside, and uh, he's like, so you guys want to like see the floor and stuff? I'm like, see the floor? He's like, yeah, it's 24 hours. We can just walk around right now. I'm like, let's do yeah, this. And yeah. like, he was he was excited that we were there and that we showed up. Like, you could tell that visually that he was getting his second win because we because more friends oh, just yeah. showed up and he could show us around the whole convention and everything. And then like we, <laughs> so it it probably was like two or three o'clock before we finally got to our room and tried to like go to sleep. And then we woke up at like eight or nine o'clock for the angry video game nerd movie <laughs> yeah. panel at like 9 or 10 a.m. or something and we're just 
Oh my god, it was just go, go, go that whole weekend. But it was like spur of the moment. We learned a bit brigade that weekend. We found so many other different bands and stuff to listen yep. to, like different games we played the and arcade. stuff like that. The arcade. So like that that was all amazing because it was decided to happen the week before. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. I was in college and I we at like at like, I don't know, nine o'clock at night, we made a decision to go to White Castle that was four hours away. So, oh shit! That, I was like, I'll drive. They're like, fuck yeah! And we went there and we ordered like 150 burgers when we got there. So, nice. <laughs> oh, the other question was, who would you want to meet? I think at this point, it would be cool to meet the stop skeletons from Fighting Crew because yeah. they really do some of the like they really do celebrate the dumb and unnecessary. I forget what their video format is, uh, but like I would love to be able to approach them and be like, hey, Derek, nice to meet you. I appreciate the stupid stuff you celebrate. Because, yeah. by the way, that's my booth over there with two fishing rod controllers set up. You, know? <laughs> you want to sign up for this Soul Calibur tournament? <laughs> yeah. So Knowing them, they probably cool. would. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, I'm excited for conventions now. Damn it. I am, too. There you go. Yeah, I, um, I've been to a couple of conventions. Mostly, Most of the conventions I've actually been to, I was fortunate enough to go to E3 like three years in a row which is pretty cool. Oh, wow. Three or four years in a row. I don't remember. But the reason why is because I had a friend who worked for Nintendo. And oh. he basically signed me up as his plus one. Like, he's just like... Nice. Yeah, like, so every year it was just like falling into place. And it was just kind of happening. I did... I From there, I met uh, Pat Contry. Okay. From the, uh, Good thing Chris isn't here. Yeah. <laughs> I met Pat Contry there. He's a pretty chill dude. But the best memory I've had of the conventions that I've gone to was uh, SGC, Screw Attack Gaming Convention in oh, Texas. Wow. You're, you're dating yeah. yourself, sir, but that's good. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, I, I went there. I went there with my buddy, and we stayed at the hotel, the Hilton in Dallas, it's which really is like right next to where. Uh, JFK got shot, which is we're coming back to JFK getting shot. Here, here we go, right? There it is. And so theming with Scrubverse. Um, yeah, so I went to SGC and it was like my first actual like like convention, gaming convention. Yeah. And um, I that's the second time I got to meet uh, in the AVGN, and the last time I ever really kind of wanted to support him because I can't stand fucking his buddy. Mike Mate is not around anymore, sir. I've got news for you. He's not part of Cinemassacre anymore. Yeah. Oh, well, that's how long I've been because, yeah, there was an incident, and I won't get into too much detail about what happened on there. He's an asshole. I'll stand by that. (laughs) Yeah, Mike Mate Mate is a fucking dick, and I was more upset at that that James didn't do anything about Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, and I was just like, you just let it happen, dude. It could have gone, it could have gone a whole different way. It could have done a whole different route. But yeah, I met Stuttering Craig. I met like um, uh, Boomstick uh, Chad. Is that was his name? Like I have a Screw Attack like DVD, like with all their signatures nice. and stuff like nice that. Nice. That's like getting a you machinima, know what I mean? something from Machinima. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. like Lauren, like Lauren was there. Keith Apicary was there. I got to meet him. Which funny, the second actually like sort of complete inbox thing that i got uh is wrestlemania on the <laughs> nes signed by nathan barnett because he's a big wrestling fan oh nice and i'm a big wrestler you know so keith apicary aka nathan barnett and i remember i took a picture with him because i was wearing like my stone cold shirt there you go jay's oh, avgn yeah, he's nice a- avgn signature on his uh, uh et atari E-T. manual yeah since he, I, I tried to get I, everybody in the movie to sign it 
I would pull out my uh, my TMNT Blu-ray box set that has his signature, but I don't see it immediately right now. But I do have his signature as well. Actually, what I could pull out... Hold on. That was one of my best convention interactions while you're grabbing that was when AJ and I met Keith Apicary after he did his um, musical number. <laughs> his music yeah, set. Yeah, his musical number. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so man. so I'll, I'll finish my story with uh with uh with Keith Apicary. So I met him. We were both wrestling fans, and I was telling him how I was like his channel's like you're super cool and this and this and that. And he saw that I was wearing my Stone Cold shirt, and I haven't. I I should have pulled it up, but I, I can't find it right now immediately. But he's like, let's take a picture. I was like, let's take a picture like DX, like Triple H and Shawn Michaels used to do it. Like you know, Triple H would be in the background nice. like this, and I, Shawn Michaels would just do like the yeah. leg pumps. Well, no, fucking Nathan Barnett's like, nah, if we're going to fucking take a picture like that, he's like, we're going to do it my way. And he jumps on my shoulders and like he wants me like to carry him and like I'm like flexing like this and he's just like, like it's me, like real tag team. And it was fucking fantastic. Very nice guy. Very fucking nice guy. I got to meet, uh, what's his name? The completionist was there. Oh, Gerard. Gerard. He's a very good guy. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I've met him twice. I actually met him at a local Best Buy when the Wii U was coming out, I believe. That and then I when re-met he was, him. No, he had quit Best Buy since then, I think. Yeah, yeah, no, because he was in line as a customer. Oh, okay. Like he wasn't going in there. Yeah, and then uh, and I re-met him there. But yeah, uh, my AVGN thing is I got a picture signed. The turtles, like, signed oh, by yeah, him right nice. there. Nice. I see it. Yeah. Uh, so that's I've, pretty cool. I've met Steve Bloom. Steve Bloom's a really chill dude. I really liked him. Wendy Lee, who voiced uh, Faye from Cowboy Bebop and many other, I met her. She's really, she's so nice. Who else have I met? Uh, I met uh, John Bernthal and indirectly, I didn't meet him, but we were in line to see John Bernthal to get something signed, uh, Punisher related. And uh, fucking, uh, what the fuck? My mind just went, uh, Stan Lee just walks up and he's like, hey, you know, good job on being the Punisher and all that. And I was just like, picture 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 <laughs> like uh but yeah uh, it was cool man i met some cool uh i sh- i i wish i would have fucking met them because they were there but i didn't and uh so like four actors from day of the dead were at the first uh, fan con expo that we went to uh it was the main main lady it was the two pilots and then uh what is his name the actor that the, he's like i'm running this uh horse show now like uh, John, Joe Palat, Joe, Joe Palato, Joe Palato is his name. They were all there, but Joe Palato recently passed away. But no, I can't. The only thing now is I don't think I would want to meet anybody, but there are some people I would like to collaborate with. If that makes like maybe like YouTube personnel and stuff like that. I would like to collab with some people like that or even streamers and stuff like that. But I don't really have like anyone at a convention that I really want to like, oh my God, like I got to meet them or anything like that. I'm kind of over that right now. Yeah, to to finish up, because uh, I wasn't I wasn't done with my SGC story. Oh my bad, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I was like, uh, the best memory of that though. See, like everything that I just described doesn't compare to the actual best memory I had is that I actually connected with uh, Matt Pat from Game Theory. Like him and I actually like. I'm talk. glad Chris isn't here for that either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, we actually... I know, because he brought it up last time, and I didn't bring it up because I guess, yeah, he's against all these people and whatnot, right? Yeah. But, like, him and I actually, like, talked that day. We had exchanged, like, numbers because, like, we were both in the same state okay. and stuff like that. And we were talking about collabing. Like, this is, like, early on in his YouTube days and stuff wow. like that. And um, 
we were trying to figure out how to tap like the Latin American market, and he <laughs> wanted me to translate some of his videos for him. Oh, and so there's like two videos out there that he actually has that are subtitled and mm. are credited as like sub like subtitles by Eddie Fuerte, like type of deal. You need to find those there and share them in the Discord. That's fucking yeah, cool. and so. And so, but something happened, like, I just, like, I think I wasn't in the right headspace, and I was just like, yeah, I don't think this is something that I want to do, and what could have been type of deal, right? Right. You're in like, a very different because... headspace at a convention, though. I missed out on a very similar opportunity where I was just zoned out, and yeah, let's just say we could have been, the previous site I was with could have been doing something with Screenwave Media, but I'm a moron. Oh, wow. Man. <laughs> yep. Should I... Shit happens. Yes. So, um, but yeah, like uh, that's probably like one of the best memories that I have right there of every of my convention days is like meeting up with him because, like I said, it actually felt through where like we met in Texas, we came back to California, we realized we were only like, about an hour and a half away, we had a lunch meeting, and like this was like a legit like wow. a, you know, and then I just completely yeah. But um, it, do I want to meet anybody now? Like, there really isn't any, like, YouTube personalities or anything like that that I want to be like, yeah, I want to meet. If anything, I'm more like I'd rather meet wrestlers. And I'd rather meet wrestlers at yeah. small signings and small events as opposed to, like, big conventions. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, meeting Ke- seeing Kenny Omega at, like, a small venue would be pretty cool. Or, like, when, like, like, Chris Jericho, like, when he was promoting his album. Yeah. And he was doing it at a local, like, you know, at a local... Uh, I say local because they're only available in Arizona and Nevada mm-hmm. record store. And he's just like, yeah, come on in, meet me and get huh. the album signed, take a picture and like, let's go. Nice. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm for, you know? Nice. Cool. I think nice. we also get to a point, like, I don't care about getting band members autographs because I have gotten some, but also I have been in a band and oh. it's weird. What happened? I'm back. No, I I wigged out for a second, but you're good. As long as you're good, you're good. I think um, it's a thing you get to a certain point as well, um, because I didn't care so much for band getting bands to sign stuff once I had been in a band and toured a little bit. And I it was like it felt like almost getting a coworker to sign a shirt for me or something (laughs) in a weird way. So I guess it's not something that we thrive to get someone who does the same thing as us to like to meet would be cool just to say that they've influenced us in some way shape or form but i think um i'm not saying we're too cool to be starstruck because i'm sure that would happen if we see someone that we know or whatever but i just stopped putting um, people on pedestals is what i stopped doing yeah i i think that's a big part of it too is that eventually i mean like i said my my story with avgn and mike matei that it's just kind of like yeah like that's not cool you know what yeah. I mean? But I will tell a quick story to make him seem cool again because James oh Rolfe is God. a genuinely good guy. What happened? Are you sad? I just I, I no no, I found the I found the picture of me and uh Nathan Barnett. Nice. And as I'm going through it, like I just saw like all the other like SGCs and I can't believe I forgot about this. But also at that convention, I met Mark Henry, the WWE wrestler. Oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, like be like it was the final. It was like the NBA playoffs were going on. Like me and my buddy were at the bar at the hotel. We were watching the game, eating wings, and like he comes up and like my buddy's like, "Holy shit, this dude is huge!" And I'm like, "What are you talking about, man?" And I'm like, I turn around. I'm like, "That's fucking Mark Henry." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh shit." The world's strongest man. And I ended up taking a picture with him and everything. Just told him, like, yo, bro. Because he, he was in a feud. Across the room. <laughs> he was in a feud. He was in a feud with, like, John Cena at the time. And he was just, like, he was just, like, uh, 
I was like, yo, dude, like, I just want to say, I hope you beat John Cena over the weekend. He's like, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Like, la da da. But we were terrified of trying to talk to him because he was a huge ass motherfucker. Like, he is <laughs> huge. It's, dude. it's like trying I posted, to spark up a conversation with Andre the Giant or something. Yeah. I posted, this is interesting too. I posted the. Uh, That's a the, good picture. The Nathan Barnett picture. Yeah, yeah. Me and him. And I'm laughing that his shirt says Las Vegas. Who would have fucking known? <laughs> uh, my my interaction with him was uh, very brief because we had just... I wanted to get him to sign that E.T. manual because I thought it would be a cool thing to get as many cast members from the AVGN movie to sign that E.T. manual just because it's a fun thing. And it, it makes anyone who I ask uh, kind of chuckle a little bit when I ask them to sign it. So it's a fun little nerd thing. But like when I when I asked him to sign it, um, he, it was after he had just done his act on stage, his musical stuff. And then like my buddy and I were waiting at his booth. Um, and I was like, Oh, can you sign this real quick? He's like, and he was just, you know, I, I'm not going to try to do a Keith Apicary impression, but he's like, yeah, I can't. Okay. I think, uh, you guys having a good time. I, I think I left my backpack on stage, so I got to go get that. Uh, but if you guys want some Skittles, there you go. And he just booked it. <laughs> <laughs> there was just a bag of Skittles on his birch table. So uh that's pretty pretty good good. but with james rolf though with avgn um that same after that panel that aj and i went to they announced that he was going to do signing for stuff and you'd be able to buy the movie and everything but it was at like magfest goes whatever hour so is it it was seriously like 2 a.m later on so we find it and i get him to and this was when i was trying to make an unboxing a parody unboxing career on youtube so Anyone I could find at a convention, if I was a f- the slightest fan of them, I'd ask them to be in a video as I unbox their product as an obnoxious idiot. And so, like, literally, buy the movie, walk up to James, and I say, hey, I love what you do. Would you mind? I do silly unboxings. Is it all right if I unbox your movie with you in it uh, real quick? It's like a 20-second video. You just have to do, like, a quick five-second summary or something. He's like, oh, yeah, okay, all right. And, and like, and, and I, my buddy AJ filmed me and he like turned on his AVGN thing real quick and like whatever and just went oh, to character yeah, a little persona. bit and like did this thing and then, um, n- not turn on his AVGN character, but like it was 2 a.m. So you could tell he didn't want to do this, but yeah. he was a good guy for a fan and he did this thing and then AJ's like, all right, I got it. And he was just like, oh, all right. Well, thanks a lot. I appreciate the support. <laughs> I was like, Wow, I think totally different of you now. That was amazing that like you how even you went do that in and then went out of it. Yeah, for my dumb little YouTube video. So James Rolfe is a really good dude. But yeah, yeah, no, I yeah, James Rolfe is a really good dude. Like I, like I said, I got really nothing against the same. It was just like I said, the interactions because there was two interactions. I've met him twice. The first time was at a signing in California when he was promoting his movie. Yeah, when he was promoting his movie and. uh he was in the filming location. I guess that's what he was doing or something like that. And Chad from SGC was there. Chad Boomstick was there. And so was Mike Matei. And, like, people were genuinely trying to talk to James. And I get it. There's a line. There's people over here signing and stuff like that. Like, blah, blah, blah. But Mike Matei, there's no reason for him to be like, hey, your time's up. Move to the fucking back of the line. Like, mm-hmm. hey, don't fucking. Like, no, 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 no. We don't got time for that. Like, he would cut off people, like, in the middle. Just because mm-hmm. James was too much of a nice guy. To be like, just you know, hey, like, cause he would interact yeah. constantly. He would yeah. not say no to to the fans. But Mike Matei was a whole different. Maybe case. he would. He, like the only thing I can think of is maybe he was trying to like regulate things. But he sounds like he was trying to. He was trying to do it a little too hard. There, there's yeah. a tactful. I'm sure that's exactly what he was doing. But there is a tactful way to do that. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, I've done that with, I've hosted Mega Man panels where we do like Mega Man Q&As at like local conventions and stuff. And I've had to cut off people asking questions. I'm like, hey, I'm sorry, man, but we got, we got other people behind you. But granted, I was pretty generous with the amount of time they were up there. You just, you got, you got to do that though. Like that's where, that would be if Scrubverse did that. And we had like, you know, 700 people in line. Just like, you got to, we got 700 people and we're only here for two hours. Like we got to do something, we got to go. So I understand it, but. Like you said, there is a tactful way to do it. So, yeah, there is a good way to go about it. And like I said, that didn't irk me as much. But it was the incident in Texas where I was just like, "Yep," I was like, "You're a fucking dick." Yeah, you're you're just a complete fucking dick, dude. Well, if you ever yeah. want to go back, he's not with him anymore, so you can go check him out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was a recent update. Um, but uh, yeah, very recent actually. So. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, we got one final question from Mr. H2O Happy Dude. Uh, technically, it's two questions, but one is for Scotty, and then the other one is to all of us in general. Scotty, how much do how much of the Dreamcast games you found at your mom's place were complete in box? I assume the condition of them are either near mint or torn to shreds as well. Zero, because those are just cases, and all my Dreamcast games are with me here behind me on that shelf. So there you go. They were just cases. Uh, to everyone... <laughs> What has been the coolest item you came across years later after thinking you lost it? Uh, I never thought about the golden penis, but I found it. You mean the Little Mermaid? <laughs> <laughs> That's a different movie, sir. <laughs> the yeah. golden penis. The golden penis. Uh, I'm trying oh. to think. Oh, it got focused. There you go. I'm trying to think of something that I thought I lost and then I found, but I don't think I've always been pretty, like, aware of my shit. So, oh, mine says Dreamcast if... demos. This box right here that's covered in stuff now, I, I opened it up literally on stream. Graham was playing Panzer Dragoon Saga, and I was like, look what I found, TJ, because he was in the chat. And I was like, oh, something's jostling around. And I opened it up, and it's all but three demo discs from the official Dreamcast magazine. So I was pretty, pretty excited cool. about that. That's, yeah. That is pretty cool. What about you, Eddie? Honestly, the first thing that comes to mind is my uh, Basham buddy, Sting, that I have back there. Oh, yeah, I see My him. WCW oh, Basham yeah. buddy. Yes, I think mm-hmm. chat can see yeah. a very little bit of it, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, for Chad, who doesn't know, they used to come out with these little voice yeah, the Basham, Basham buddies. Voice. Yeah, I had moved out. I had moved out, and I, I thought I this this thing was completely gone. And, like, once, like I had I moved out from my mom's place. And then, like, after two years, I ended up moving back in. And then when I was, like, heading out to... Arizona like recently like well, this was like what six years ago I guess now so not recently she's like hey I got a bunch of your shit and I'm gonna be tossing some of the stuff out like I was wondering if you wanted to keep it and it was a bunch of like in, in retrospective I should have been like man I should have kept some more shit yeah because it was like a bunch of like like old Hasbro toys like some old wrestling mm. figures and you know like the turtle one some of them were broken some of them were busted like some of them weren't like in good condition but that was in that in that whole mix of freaking container and I'm like, is mine. <laughs> it's still there? Yeah, I'm like, it's still there? And she's like, yeah, I always kept it. She's like, and here it is. It's been with me ever since. It doesn't talk anymore, unfortunately. But yeah, that would be the one thing that I was just like, holy shit, it's still here. <laughs> uh, one thing I can remember recently, I thought we had a bunch of the, like I said, I talked about getting the Donkey Kong Country VHS promotional tape just randomly as a kid. And I yeah. thought my mom and dad got rid of all those tapes. And I asked her, I was like, hey, do you guys still happen to have that? She's like, yeah, we still have it. So I was like, oh, sweet. Perfect. So I'm digitizing VHS tapes. And, <laughs> I got this digitizer. So <laughs> Digitizing them, suckers. I got but, this digitizing box. 
Yeah, it's got this picture box where it comes up on the screen. But anyway, uh, thank you for the questions. Thank you, everyone. Like I said, if you're interested in sending us one, scrubverspodcast at gmail.com or join our Discord. All right. Join the fucking Discord. This has gone on entirely way too long. So what are we doing this week, gentlemen? Sorry, and you're welcome. <laughs> i love it no it's all good i'll, I'll go first i'll go first okay. it's like super simple two things basically that i'm gonna be focusing on this week and one is i'm overhauling and working on updating my channel nice. um aesthetically speaking so we're talking hopefully maybe i'll be working on a trailer overlays uh and other uh bonus and rewards and stuff like that that i'm gonna be creating for the channel so that is gonna be the main focus of everything including um streaming more metal gear and whatnot that leads up to the weekend which is double or nothing weekend memorial day weekend which is going to be nothing but wrestling from friday to sunday it's gonna be fucking awesome my roommate's actually gonna be out of town so i'll be just like grilling and having a one-man party out here but it's naked. gonna be fucking great yeah but <laughs> hot tub stream coming up hot oh no stream coming up <laughs> yeah so yeah that's what i'm doing and the other thing it's kind of a serious note but not too serious i'm basically gonna be start packing up some stuff because i need to be moving soon because we are going to be remodeling the house here so i gotta box up a bunch of shit and just clean up the area in the room and take some stuff over to my brothers and that'll be just like a process as the months go it's not something soon it's something that's gonna be like maybe september october but might as well get it done now before it's too late type of deal i feel you and man. yeah that's what i'm doing this week cool mr scotty mo uh as you can see by my t-shirt i am part of megavisions we are a physical magazine so if you guys dig that hop on patreon you can support us patreon.com backslash megavisions but in terms of current things, uh, we've got streams almost every day of the week. I think next up, do we know what Thursday Night Throwdown is going to be yet? I don't even remember if we discussed it yet or not. We usually uh, don't. I don't know yet. I got to double check. It might be uh, it might be Sonic and All Star Racing, but I'm not sure. I, I just got to see. That feels too soon. But I, I, I still feel like we we missed last month due to something. So we had to do last month's in this month. But I, I really don't see anyone complaining if we did Sonic and All-Star Racing Transform. So, Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's what we do a lot of everyday streaming on uh, the Megavisions channel. I also do parody unboxing. So if you want to check out, if you just type in Scotty Mo Unboxing on YouTube, uh, my most recent one was Balan Wonderworld. I got to unbox Pokemon Snap soon. Got to do that. Um, that that's just fun. a little thing i do in 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 like my off time it's not anything super serious but if you like to laugh at dumb stuff i make fun of unboxings because people take them way too serious on the internet but yeah i think that's pretty much me just best thing would be to follow me on twitter as well scotty mo fo show i just realized how dumb that name is to try to just tell it to people scotty so let me mo link it fo show let me uh, let me link it as you're telling us what's going on with link yourself your, link your youtube channel as well so people can sure I got streams coming. Uh, I don't. I usually brainstorm the streams on Monday. I know Metal Gear Rising will be tomorrow, so we're gonna be having more of that. I was feeling. I was in a funk. I had. Uh, I had to take a week, a night off due to work, and then I was just not feeling super great on Saturday. But uh, we're gonna try and finish up the Gen Two Nuzlocke challenge. I think as long as I do some off-stream grinding, we should get that done in one, uh, in one, in one stream. And then I don't really have, like, maybe some more. I mean, more Perler Beads. I've got a commission for Rockstar Lexi that she wants me to do on stream. So I'm going to do that on Tuesday. And no, I mean, it's just kind of just an average thing for me. 
I don't really have anything special going on. Just go to my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash tornado underscore Jones. So there you go. All right. Well, you guys, make sure to go check out Megavision's merch. Go check out our merch. You can find our merch right here. Yeah. We already plugged in. Make sure, and anywhere you listen to our podcast, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the Scrubverse podcast. It's, that's going to help us basically in like the podcast algorithm world it makes our better ratings means people are going to notice us and that's what we ultimately want to do so stocks are up all right well scotty mo thank you for joining us yet again and uh that's going to be it for us so get the fuck out so (laughs) (laughs) golden penis out golden penis